Steven, hello, how's it going? Yeah, good, how are you? What happened in the room? I mean, what happened? Did you stay on for a while or did you leave? What's the background? Sorry? No, no, that's the background noise. I'll close my door. Yeah, it was good to get some of my songs played this morning. Mm -hmm. Just give me a second. I think this should be better. So you've been up since 4 a.m.? <coughs> Excuse me. No, I, I, I slept for a bit, for a couple of hours. Um, yeah, woke up, did my calls for the day. I have a 3 o'clock session, then I have a Zoom call from New York, and I have a one-on-one -on -one session with a student. Right now, but that's all screen sharing, so it's all right. So you, you're busy now? Oh, that's alright, I'm on. <laughs> even, even yesterday when I was talking to your mom, there's always something happening, so. Yeah, no. If, if, I'm, not, if I'm not busy, the, the, the team is busy, you know? Yeah, if you're busy, you're busy. Work's more important, dude. Yeah. No, but see, what makes it, uh, what makes it better and easier because when you're in a team, you know, you just need to keep motivating the team to keep going on, checking on them, making sure that the tasks for the day are done and you know, yes. so a lot of work goes into coordinating phone calls, hours of talking. Like I just, uh, yes. I seen back, I seen back this Saturday. Yeah. Just the classes. The uh, I, might, I might just play this Saturday. So there's um, but there's a new set of rules with the cops now. Check this out. So the general manager of this club, I told you right, where I I I run the run the show till 6 a.m. with you know. I, we spoke about this, right? Yeah, I think. Time. Yeah, I think, I yeah. Think yeah. So the general manager of that place called me and saying, bro, we're back on. He's saying, but this time the cops, uh, the cops are given us permission, whatever, not permission. We've got to pay them a lot more than what we paid them before. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. But there's a new, new guy that's coming. He has the name of every single DJ, every single artist management company, every single club owner. My names are all there in the cop station. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I was telling, telling the general manager, I said, you know what, if, if, if not for anything, we created history, I said. Yeah. I mean, we were not defined. Y'all just don't want to be inclusive into what we're doing. Y'all stopped us from doing what we wanted to do. Yeah. So there was no other way to, to play music or to, do, to have a, a gig that goes until 6 a.m. If, if not done legally, it had to be done illegally. Mm. But, but you know... I don't think you can be gigging at like <coughs> five in the morning. That's that's illegal, isn't it? Yeah, but you see, you know the funny part is, uh, it's not in the city. Yeah. It's really far off. No. Uh, so is it in like the countryside? Something, something like that. Like from my house to the club, it takes me yeah. an hour, fifteen, twenty sometimes. Yeah. No, so I have to, I have to leave my house at 11 p.m. because yeah. if I leave earlier before that, I'm gonna stuck, be stuck in traffic. And I, and I start playing at 1 a.m. Right, so 11 is a good time to reach to leave the house, and there's not much traffic, but it's really far. So you see, the jurisdiction in that area, uh, oh my God, it's just, it's just too complicating, bro. It's just you know, this 
you know the area where we're doing it in the cops are all right because and the city cops don't come in there because it's a different jurisdiction so there's a whole lot of paying off to do just to just to have a dance party damn yeah well you got to understand whenever you put a gig or a not a, a, a music event it's all legal paperwork too man even in even in australia it's a nightmare I mean, yeah, I mean, the, someone the, the, both. the cops don't stop it legal. The legal time is uh, for yeah. for standalones one thirty. Yeah. For for five star properties, it's three uh, a.m. and we're of course the most defined one that goes until about six six thirty a.m. So you see, five stars have the the facilities and the infrastructure to run because now most of the hotels have twenty four hour licenses. Oh, this is a good thing. Yeah, because a hotel you need to have that you know to get certified to be a, a certain star five or seven or something. So you have to have a twenty-four uh, bar running and all sorts of jazz that kind of make it a hotel. So uh, hotels have a uh, um, generate the most amount of business because they are allowed to go until three three thirty a.m. Thirty minutes past three a.m. is all right. Cops don't say anything. You know, yeah, and that's the legal time. What what happens if you don't stop at the legal time for a gig or a, or a DJ? What 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 can happen to the, the to the venue? Ah, uh, the cops will come in. They'll seize equipment. They'll start breaking shit. The first thing they want to catch the DJ, and then it's a whole lot of uh, waiting time till you get your bag back with your laptop and your controller and your headphones. Uh, but it, it usually it, it usually doesn't reach to that point. I mean, only the really, I mean, the cops know who. You know who's doing what, right? Then they they in hand with the nightlife. So, yeah. um, I see the ones who the ones who are targeted are the really cocky ones, the ones who are like, you know, yeah, yeah. Well, as long as you're doing it legit, as long as you know everyone, you're you're not you're not doing anything illegally, legal. You know, I'm just yeah. we're just playing music. We're making sure that that's all that's happening at the venue. I have about ten bouncers, bro. And three lady bouncers, three female bouncers. There's thirteen in total. Well, if you go to Las Vegas, you know Las Vegas, you get like these nightclubs, and they they got the DJs and all that. Uh, yeah, you could smoke cigarettes in a nightclub in Vegas. Can you do that in India? Or yeah, not? you can smoke. You can. You and people end up. You know that. That's what. That's what makes it the problem. You can smoke, and. Uh, but then sometimes knockout is the, is the biggest problem that we face over here because the amount of contraband we see over the weekend it's it's not even funny. You think all? But that's why that's why we 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 beefed up our security. We, you think it's uh, like going come in. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, you think these uh, venues are spending all this money on security? And I don't know how people get away with illegal stuff. I really don't. Um, yeah, but it, you know, at least it keeps the lid on it. At least they know that they can't. Mess with you, you, if you're going if you're going to enter my party, get ready to be checked from head to toe, whether oh. you're a female or a male. You know, female section, the male section. Uh. And yeah, so they 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 will not do anything to you. I mean, if you caught with a pill or you know maybe a little bit or whatever stash in your pocket, they'll take it. They'll confiscate it. Mm. They will let you in, and they'll have the eye on you after that. Uh. But nothing is and all that contraband is is taken and then given to. Or thrown it. Some some people destroy it on the on. I destroy it on the spot. If I see if, if I'm caught with someone just to make them feel shitty about it, I'll destroy it right in front of me, you know, and throw it in the bin. Because I stand I stand at the gate most of the times at my events. Uh, 
we, we have this death con music festival in Australia, and the amount of people that just bring drugs in, right? This is true. And there's all these cops hanging up. And I don't know how they how they get away with it. Stephen, Sophia says hi. Hey, yeah, hi, Sophia. Hi, guys. Now, I was listening to you guys talk. I'm just here. I'm just going to jump onto YouTube in a while because I want to, I've seen something I want to watch. Um, I'm trying to get more traction on my post. So, yeah, yeah I need to find out about that a bit later today. But how are you guys doing? Are you, yeah, you both are podcasters. I saw, I know you, Stephen, um, Leon, I saw your Instagram page. That looks really good. I like the layout of how you've done your Instagram post, it looks really well, professional as well. Thank you. Thank I was you. thinking to tell my friend about it. I was like, he's, you've laid out, he's a DJ, but he's obviously a, a small fish, small fish one, but he's a young guy and he's trying and he's got a disability. So I'm going to definitely like, I don't know if this seems a bit creepy, but I might screenshot your actual layout and say to him, if he does go on to do events, this is a good way. Use the lighting. It's really engaging, you know. But, yeah. I found it Oh, thank you. Thank it's you. Really, thank you so much. Really but, and you know what, Sophia? Uh, uh, you, can, you can ask him to get in touch with me on Instagram. If he's just starting, if he needs help marketing himself with the music or any, anything to do with, with the music music business, feel, ask him to reach out to me. Oh, no, no. thank you. It's not creepy at all. Not creepy at all. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, because like um, I run a school. I run a school here for. I run a music school. It's an okay. audio engineering school for DJs, music producers, the works plus a, an agency, uh, a record label, gear store, everything with the music. You know, so don't, oh, don't wow. ever think it's creepy. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, for I've sharing got my that. own artist as well. So you cover all different types of music as a DJ, right? But I've got an artist at the moment that I'm managing. It's my friend. I'm just helping him out. But, um, yeah, I always look at DJ's pages and see how they kind of, you know, like how passionate is someone. Their page kind of reveals that sometimes, I feel, depending on their talent, in it, their ability. Depends. You could be passionate and your social media might not convey that message, depending on how you can use the, um, how can you use the, your device or the applications. But, yeah, I really liked um, how you posted and, it said a lot that you can show the real, it shows the real passion behind what you're doing. As well. You know, the funny thing is Stephen and me just spoke about this oh, yesterday. Sorry. Stephen, did we talk about <laughs> uh, Instagram? Yeah. About uh, how, how I changed my post to keep it aesthetically visible by keeping my, my, my account open, but my comments closed. So, yeah. it was so if anyone... It was not yet, it was the day, ah, day before. We talk every day, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and we chatted this morning you were up about four o'clock yeah i stayed I, I stayed till they played your track i left about five five yeah about five a.m yeah. but Saf- yeah, Safaya, yeah. yeah thanks for stopping by tell us um, a little bit more. recording the podcast as well yeah i've i've just gone and followed you see i stalk everyone i follow everyone's but I just think it's this a nice thing to do because where you guys both got YouTube pages, it doesn't yeah, cost yeah. anything for me to follow. You know, what I mean, we're all trying to um, get more exposure. So yeah, I followed. I do make time to go and check out the post. Like today, Stephen, I just listened to one of your one talk about um, Instagram, how to share a video and stuff. But I yeah. decided on my podcast, I'm going to do some explaining because I'm a content creator as well as a podcaster. 
I feel like, especially where I do my live streaming, not everyone knows how to actually get past having confidence and sitting in front of a camera. They need the technique, you know what I mean? So I know I overcome that um, barrier because I hated sitting in front of the camera. That's why I loved podcasting. And now I've seen how to actually do it. I feel like I can put into a podcast and actually say, you know what, this is how I was able to do it. This is what you need to focus on and how to actually convey confidence and not get too wrapped up that you are being watched. You know what I mean? Especially if you have social anxiety, it's it's, it's kind of hard to, um, if you even if you don't have social anxiety, I think everyone has a level of anxiety. Even if they're confident, there's times where you might want to, you know, it's like we can get a lot out of, being on the screen as much as audio is powerful people want yeah. to see the person behind the well exactly and i think you're right and look sophia you you, you and leon you're welcome to comment on my youtube videos too because i'm trying to get a community going yeah I'm trying to help people i'm gonna watch that one that i was watching with the horse in it henry with the horse in it but I saw that you had um, did a lot of stuff. So I will definitely feedback because I think feedback's important. I'm trying to fix my Instagram page. I just want it to have like reels on there. And, yeah, reels. Yeah, make it look more like a podcast um, page. But at the same time, do more motivational speaking instead of stories as well. Because I feel like people who know me and like my listeners on my live stream, they know I'm a motivational speaker. But is my Instagram showing that? No, it's just showing like podcast content. So I'm trying to merge, but I don't want to lose Might be, you know, like when we be true to ourselves in a sense, like I don't want to copy someone mm. else's formula. I want to apply the knowledge of their formula, but remain as I am me, if that makes sense. Like, um, I think it's nice when you create a layout that is really true to who you are as an individual, you know what I mean? Because then it's it's so easy. Like your one, Leon, what you did, you can see it's just like, that's just you, do you know what I mean? Everything is just like a piece of the puzzle. It's just all going together nicely. So I want something more um, visually appealing because I'm a mm -hmm. bit of a control freak with colours, but at times I felt like I was changing to try and do something that would be pleasing to everyone when you be posting mixed media and then it just looks all messy so I've mm. decided I'm just gonna use my voice and then have like a just like you know the picture of my podcast then type some literature just some words and then just like make different captions you know what I mean and then that is maybe, powerful maybe, actually yeah even just having like you know like we're motivational speech like how to build confidence having that just that, like um, the typography over an image or it doesn't have to be me and then just talking over the audio and just making it a long piece and then having the motivational speech and that so I'm just looking at other creative ideas that I haven't seen no one do on Insta but they're using it in a sense but I feel like that is the next thing for me because I get like a thousand people looking at my reel within an hour so I need to make them know that, yeah, you know, the reels are really powerful, you know. The reels are really powerful. I've noticed that, and I'm a small channel. Like, uh, I put up a reel, I think it was this week, I had 700 views, but I've hit a 1,000. But it's that consistency you want. You want that every time you put that reel out, you know. And I'm, I've been researching hashtags. 
And look, Sophia and Leon, if you have a website that you can recommend for hashtags, yeah, drop it in the discussion. I yeah, I was just going to say, Sapphire could send oh, some sorry. of her, post a few links of uh, your work here so we can follow you. And you can uh, share the link to the website and the Instagram page to your friend who who wants to, is interested in DJing because there's posts going up, educational posts going up every single day, probably four times a day. Okay, I will do. Yeah, so, yeah my one is yes. on my bio. My links are on my bio. Um, my Instagram name is the same, Sapphire London UK, really. Um, I don't have my um, Instagram link on, if I get what I mean. But um, I will get people to follow me by my um, anchor, if you get what I'm saying, on the podcast. Then my Instagram, because first they have to hear the podcast, they inspired. I'm going to on social media, find her Facebook and her uh, I don't know if you guys heard that. I think my signal's dropping. Could you repeat what you just said? Oh, I said that I mostly um, share my podcast link. But when it comes yeah. to on social media, because when people go to, say, the Sapphire London um, UK page on Instagram, I use my name because it's a brand. I've got two. And then I've got my stalker book, a clothing line. So I've got that connected to my dropshipper, so then I don't have to, I don't have to ship anything. Teesprings does that, so then I make, I try to just do both. You know, like what any kind of content creator is going to need. You're going to need your own merch. You're going to need your own audio. You're going to need your own website. I've got all of that. I've got several websites, and then I've taken ownership of all of the social medias with my name, and yeah. Um, yeah Basically, I just focus on my podcast every day. So I live stream for about 16 hours a day. Shit. Sometimes, sometimes. Depends. But I've got a good following on Tagged. Um, that's another live streaming app. It's really good for DJs to use as well. If you're looking for international following and if you want to boost your numbers, I would recommend live streaming on that app, Tag T-A-G-G-E-D. It's got like a blue tea and it's really good. It's some social media, but a lot of people on there. Um, you could easily have some about 1.5K looking at you in one day. It now, would there be a chance for a small channel to get to the way you are? Because I try to live stream my podcast on Twitch. I only get one person show up. Oh, Twitch. Twitch. I would not recommend using Twitch. I would say use Twitch, right? Just great yeah. content, put it there. Don't just forget about it and just forget about it. But just make videos and then share it to Twitch if you can do it that way. Twitch, I feel, it. if you're live streaming and you haven't got followers, the best way to start live streaming and get followers is TikTok. That is the best platform for getting followers. If you're comfortable to be on the camera, start making little... Um, start making little clips you have to be given information because no one follows anyone on tiktok unless you're given information in that same niche market that the audience who is watching you wants to master you have to be teaching something if you've got a lot of computer skills whatever you have that's around content creation that you've mastered 
or you've just got bite sizes share people will watch they don't know remember there's lots of things we know along the way even in the first year of being a content creator there's a bookload of stuff we learn and even different apps that are more better for other people to use so just start what? making contents that there is uh i put in the discussion a link to web talk is a new social media where you can get paid to socialize and you two being entrepreneurs would be very good for you to get on there. Oh, thanks for that. Yeah, yes, I just checked that out. Uh, it's free too, and you get sure. paid. And yes, uh, TikTok, bro, is amazing. Like, uh, it's crazy the amount of hits that I would get on TikTok, but then TikTok so it, is now banned in. It's banned in India right now, so we can't. Is use it? Why? Uh, TikTok and PUBG have been banned. What for? Government regulation? Yeah, government regulation. Even there's a lot, there's a lot uh, shit happening now with WhatsApp and the new government government regulations. We cannot multiple forward anything that we have. Like, say you forward a picture or, or, your, or your track of, I get your track, right? You forward, you give send it to me on WhatsApp and I send it to Sapphire. Sapphire sends it to her friend. They're probably going to stop the chain of forwarding. They 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 they're, they're looking for the source because a lot of uh uh. Anti-government memes going up, you know, stories. So now what, what WhatsApp is doing, they're tracking the source of the first sender. So uh, you're, you would probably be tracked because you sent out your track to me and I sent the track to Sapphire and stuff like that. So now it will be really careful of what we post and, and all that jazz. Yeah. No, that's interesting. You know, I tried TikTok, but it, it wasn't for me. No, that's... it's definitely for you. Listen, I I'm did... on TikTok. And it does work. What you have to do, see, like with podcasting, if you want, literally, I can get 300 plays in one day on my podcast if I want to. You can, I've seen it happen, right? So what you have to do is you have to be using the power of social media. You can't just post and share to Instagram and then think you can share it onto WhatsApp and a little bit on Facebook, you have to really, really be digging. You know, like those people when we have to be paid by commission, those commission pays, the sell jobs, you have to really be hungry. You have to be really be hungry in the sense that every social media media that you use and if you engage with someone else, so like if um, so like if you're a podcaster, you should be on lots of podcasting groups on Facebook, right, with the same company, that you made your podcast on. So then you have to be religious throughout the day, posting your links there, creating content and giving tips to people of the gems, the gems that no one wants to give. Everyone loves free knowledge when it comes to their passion or their niche market. Everyone who's going to say, oh, thank you. I needed to know how to do that. You become the information. They endorse you. They go and listen to your, your podcast. They go and watch you on social media because they're then intrigued to say, you know what, they taught me that. What else can this person teach me? So that's the thing. People don't do that. People post links on a platform, say like Facebook. If you don't have a strong following, I always recommend making a business page on Facebook. I did that and then I got too many people following me and then I got scared and I closed the page because someone tried to threaten me in america and i was like nah this is getting a bit dodgy you know then i opened it back yeah people people do because remember if you're a motivational speech speaker and i'm a social activist as well sometimes things in the world are going to be happening and we're going to go too far with our comments people are going to get offended you know what i mean so i don't like oppression and abuse and stuff so if i start saying something 
the people do come after you, you know. People will come after you if you as a content creator about anything, they will nitpick something and they'll be like, No, you don't have the right to have that view or whatever. So I get I had a lot of trolling um in the well, first you, you want to know yeah. an instance of troll I, I had on YouTube, right? I was watching a live video of Metallica playing in Sydney in two thousand and four and I write uh, this is great, awesome music, and I missed, you know, missed this live, you know, live concert. This troll then writes me, oh, you voted for Joe Biden, shame on you. I was like, get what? Off. I just ignore that shit. Yeah, I ignore it. Do you know what? It's good. No, do you listen, see when you're a live streamer or your content creator, anything, any type of brand you are, you need trolls to grow. Listen, I'm angry <laughs> right now, so I need to start saying some shit so that I get some trolls. No, seriously. <laughs> I'm not lying. It is that's what helped my brand. When it's not like take stirring shit up. What I mean is you have to be ready to engage with areas that are controversial that people won't be bold enough to say because that's how you do get exposure as well whether you believe um it's fair for you to be able to say that comment freedom of speech is going so we might we might as well cling on to the last little bits of thread that we got and use our voice yeah so i use my voice and i engage in controversial topics at times um and it kind of stirs people up into having confidence say you know what she just said it I'm going to say what I think. I'm not happy about what's going on. I, you know, it's, it makes people start having a conversation. It builds a community. It creates trust, you know. So what I'm saying is use all of your experiences when you're posting on, um, like, if I was be honest with Stephen, right, if I go over to your YouTube channel, I want to, it to inform me in the first five no, in the first 30 seconds, I want it to inform me who you are, what you're about. If I don't feel I know who you are and what you're about in the first 30 seconds, am I going to subscribe to you? Am I going to listen to an old content? No, I'm not. I'm just going to go to watch music, you know? You know what I'm saying? So make sure whatever you are, your presence has to be like symmetry on all platforms when it comes to as a content creator. So whoever you are on, Whatever app you're using, you have to be that same. You have to convey that to the audience on each platform. It's draining, it's tiring, yes, but that's what it should be a formula. And that is the formula. That's how you get some more subscriptions. And then I would say, you know, like whatever niche market you're going in, if you're not following people in your own niche market, they won't, especially the new ones, like the new YouTubers who are just starting out, the ones like you who have different numbers that are not the high numbers, they're just the, the starters, they more likely will go to your contents and compare it to their own and learn. It'll be like them learning and bouncing off. They're more likely to be reviewing you. So that's another thing. If you're not following people in your niche market, you won't be getting reviews. You won't. Look at us on this app. This uh, green room has been such a blessing because I've met so many people and networked and people have had the chance to watch me on YouTube. So this is this is my platform. I love it on the green room. Yeah, it's been really cool. I would agree with you. I've, I thought that I would use this as like a podcasting app. I am going to. But I'm using it first as a podcast and no content creation um, app. 
at the moment um just helping myself grow lots of different areas you know but what i'm looking to do going forward is maybe have some room for people who are following my podcast and bringing it to them once they start following me here and finding that yeah green room app is actually in existence i don't think enough people know that about it no and that's good if you get on an app in beta mode sophia and leon you got more chance of going viral then once it gets overpopulated. But this is another thing I think as well, um, Stephen, I think that you should definitely do, um, you know where you use YouTube, I think you should create a video about about what, you, what type of app this is and information about it. Like you said, it is unknown, but your one will be high up in the search engine straight away because many people are not sharing that this app is um is in existence and then if people don't start sharing about this app the likelihood of spotify keeping it it might then have to be a paid feature that we all have to pay to actually be on so i think it's important for us to definitely share and make because i've made two podcasts about um green room but i wasn't happy so i'm gonna go away and say you know what if i've been able to create podcast using um spotify's anchor app for free then i should be promoting where i've been able to obviously benefit and it's helped my brand if you help the brand that you're supporting and they help you it's like vice it's vice versa you know so i think there's a lot of people who are using this app just using it for their own benefit but they're not really using or promoting it on their social media so then that's what's drying up because when you go into one room it's good in a sense you meet new people but if you're seeing the same faces all the time you guys are just going to have the same conversations and it won't really yeah look uh yes and no i mean I how do you share this app on your social media with your okay profile? so i still... screenshot so like right now if i was to screenshot all of your and then i would just crop it and then I would put it on my um, timeline to say, yeah, the, or story. And then you could even just make an actual ring on um, Instagram, for instance, or even Facebook. Every social medium you're using, you should be sharing wherever you're spending your time doing anything around content creation. Even if you're not sharing the whole podcast, you could just share the picture and just maybe write a little brief um, insert to say, yes, today, this is what I was talking about. We was doing networking um, today, networked with such and such. Whoever's in your room, you could then um, put their hashtag or their hyperlink under that actual picture and then they are getting um, people following them from that and it's building up more you know what I mean you're leaving a trail of like I don't know you're leaving a trail of seeds behind you and you're planting seeds in lots of different places because sometimes you don't know when um, this app is going to grow like you said if we're all underestimating the app right now and we're not using it to the fullest as much as networking is great I can say yes it's great but if we are not um making sure we are showing up on social media imagine someone would go over to your page and be like what's this what's this ring what rims this they're more likely to like it and then maybe engage in the comment section underneath your post say what type of app is this where can i find it then they're more likely to come back and actually follow you on the app because they know you brought yeah i think green room's gonna probably add, may add a feature where you can share your room on social media you can, you can. i've got apple phone 
I can share my. I can share your. Yeah, you can. Yeah, share, you can yeah. share. I, I shared that room with you yesterday. You can. Sh- uh, I could share this. I could share this to all of my contact lists right now if I wanted to, and I could share it to my contact list on Telegram. You could. You could share it anywhere. You could yeah, share but it with like, everyone who's following you as well, if you've got an Apple phone. On your story on Instagram or Facebook story, I mean. No, what I'm saying is, once your friends. Once your yeah. friends, yeah. Once your once you share it to your friends, your network, yeah. You most likely your network is your friends, and then whoever's in green room, you can share it to. What I would say, if I was you and you wanted to do a room talking about, say, like if you wanted to do this topic again, let's network and introduce ourselves. You just capture us, take a picture of all of the people in the room at any time when it's at. How many people you've got? If you've got six or if you've got just three, do it. So you snapshot the whole thing. You then could put the links, your links, um, where they can find you. Um, if anyone wants to network, brief information. And then you could actually post, make, create a poster. Posters are really effective on your social medias as well. So you're giving everyone a notification in advance, say, I'm going to be on Green Room today um, at this time. And then you know which time to say in different places, whoever's following you around the world who's in the highest bracket, you would then have to make sure you would be um, creating a time on the poster that would say for America or whoever, what time you'll be online, um, UK time or Sydney time. You know what I mean? So then I would say if I was going to do an event on Green Room, I would build up momentum for about three weeks. So then the people, I'm not trying to get people in Green Room to be in the room, to be honest. I'm trying to bring new people to Green Room to be in the room, to engage on the topics. There'll be newbies. So then if I was going to do an introduction room to say, come over to Green Room, I'm coming, I'm bringing people or content creators and saying, yes, this is how you can use the app. I'm going to teach you about the features. I'm going to teach you how to make it work for your brand. So then they know they're going to get something out of it. And guess what? It's free. Like, who's not going to come if they're, you know? Yeah, I mean, I've invited some of my friends who are uh, to Green Room, and we've, we've, we've tried a couple of podcasts, so that's a good way, referral, word of mouth. And even another thing as well, Stephen, I've realised I'm going to start doing a, a podcast, right? If I'm a podcaster, I don't need anyone to be in the room. I'm just going to start talking, and it's just going to be in keeping with my current podcast, and then... People are going to be in the audience. They're going to come in and they're going to go out. And then you've got the whole recording and then you can put it up on Spotify. And then the beautiful thing about that, if someone wants to join you during the conversation at any time, you've got other people on the podcast. So that's another way to look at it as well. You can start podcasting without an audience. When people come in, they can then take part in the conversation. But you don't stop the conversation. You keep going. And That's then hard. they have to put their ha- hand up in the comment section to say, you know what, Stephen, I've got something to say about what you're talking about today. And just start making topics. And then I think you'll get more people even going to your social medias because I've had a lot of following from this. I've had about 10 people and that is a lot for social media, for new, like for new people without me even posting on social media, just by being in the green room um, for, I don't know how many weeks, is it three weeks now this app's three. been on? Yeah. Yeah, so I've had 10 new followers and they've turned into buddies, you know, like what you were saying, people are really cool here. Um, mm. Similar interest. 
So I would seriously recommend you, like what you're doing right now, sorry for over-talking, no, dropping off podcasting on here. You know, like, you, I don't know, do your research about the area you want to do if it's something unknown to you. So you've got all the facts and then build your audience, then you can bring them in. But don't, you won't need to bring them in. If you've done your research, you don't need to bring anyone into the, the topic. I mean, into comment about it because you're being like a journalist. You're just being like a news reporter in your podcast. You're giving the information. It's a story. It's um, a podcast and you've got the formula ready. Then you allow people who are listening to engage and then obviously take the conversation to another area of the same topic and explore it in a different way. I think it would be. Yeah. Safa, so do, do you want to take over my company? She want to like partner with me because <laughs> it's, 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 you know, Stephen, uh, I was just listening for yeah. all this while, while you're saying it's, it's exactly the same thing that we do and exactly the same pattern we follow. It's, it's, it's strange with two different countries, but, you know, just doing, just have the same vision or same idea about, you know, how you market your stuff on social media. And I think we've been talking about it a lot for the last three days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I was going to tell Sophia, I've already published some episodes to my podcast on Green Room, and Leon was in an episode. We went for four hours, and we had a two-hour one, and Leon was just talking. <laughs> you know, because my podcast is very guest-orientated. I, I struggle just to talk by myself. So is your one you more interviews, tip? Stephen? Yeah. Okay, so then now you need to... You need to then be like, I don't know, supermarket shopper on social media, going to all of the people who have got maybe smaller podcasts or even content creators, inviting them to be a guest on your podcast and do a collaboration with you and helping them get more traction. Then you get more different um, people from their network listening to what you, you're you doing. And it'd be like, I think you'll be more like... Um, Brian, there's a guy called Brian who's a friend of mine on here. I met him through Green Room, and he does a his podcast is basically someone writes in with a question or scenario, you know, like an Agni art kind of thing, and then they've got a scenario where they've lost money or some kind of thing. He's a bit like a lawyer in his own right, but it's really entertaining. And then he's got a bit of, he does a little bit of DJing, but it's not a DJ. You know, those kind of podcasters, they got all the little tricks. They got all the buttons. He's got all the setup. And then yeah. he's got that person telling their story. And then he tells them what he thinks is best for them. But I think if you're more of an um, interviewer, you need to get some more people like Sophia interviewing Sophia London. And then you could interview Leon. And then he could be talking about how he got into DJing. And then... You know, um, maybe he, at the end he could be saying, oh, this would be my advice. People who found his advice useful, they're more likely to follow him. So yeah, I think you should start doing more of that. And even people on here who you see are down-to-earth people. They're not, they're not snooty-toty and thinking, oh, yeah, I made it, so I don't need to actually be using social media in any way. When you see someone on a guest panel or someone speaking and they are looking to still have a new following and keep a buzz around them, you can say, look, I've got, I'm, I'm, I like to do interviews. Would you be interested? But first, just like how me and you kind of got kicking it, I think it's the same formula we apply for every person. No matter what their belief is or whatever, it's the same formula. When you start um, bonding with someone, they see that you're gen genuine 
people will just flock to you, you know what I mean? So I would say keep that formula going and um, let people build up confidence in you because some people I noticed on here when it first started, people was like, oh, we can't be too emotional on this app or, yeah, I'm not going to get too um, um, into my personal business. And I'm like, boy, you're a content creator. You have to be personal. You can't be, that's being plastic then. If you're a content creator and you're leaving your personality out of the picture, then who are you? You know what I mean? Make sure you yeah, well, you know, exactly right. I mean, me and Leon, we have, we've had some great episodes. I love podcasting with Leon. And I always encourage my guests to invite their uh, followers as well to come in because I try to keep – I try to have a sensible conversation. And I've been in your room, Sophia, and they're quite interesting. And Leon too. Yeah, no, seriously. I like I like when you come in, and I don't know Leo, but he's he's super cool. I see you guys here engaging on topic. So I've spoken a lot. I'm still going to remain for a while because I'm going to be listening to you guys, but I'm going to check out some of the links that you guys have posted. Leon, um, sorry, Stephen, I'm going to definitely jump on that app that you recommended. It looks cool. And I, I don't yeah. care. I like, I like being on every app, everything. I've spent so much money on this phone. I better have every app for content creation. <laughs> yeah, no, get on web talk. Because they're they're they you know for the first hundred million they're giving ten percent revenue share. Wow. Do you have this app uh, called Canva? Have you heard of it? Yeah, I use Canva for my YouTube. Yeah, you yeah, so. <laughs> I, I use that one. Yeah, Web Talk is given ten percent revenue share for life for the first hundred million people who you know sign up, and it'll be a good opportunity for you to because I love Web Talk. So could you tell me a little bit more about WebTalk, or if you don't mind, just brief? Sure. Um, You've got an opportunity to get monetized straight away, so you don't need 10,000 followers like uh, Facebook or Instagram. Uh, There's a pro membership. You know, if you don't want to have ads, you can pay, or you can use a free membership too. That's fine. And if you refer refer people, you you're helping them, you know, market biz, their businesses, and it's good for entrepreneurs. It's actually better than LinkedIn. So, how many people would you say is on Web Talk? I'm talking about when it comes to millions or thousands, and how? It's it's pretty new. I think it's been around four years. They were in beta mode. Now they came out with, you know, they got the mobile app now and they're going to bring in live streaming, the marketplace, um, travel commissions as well. Um, you can, you know, you can get paid with PayPal or Coinbase or Stripe, Payoneer. Um, it's probably, it's got about 8 million people. So they're still new. They're, they've got potential, especially for me. I've got 300 followers in six months. And that was, and I didn't have to use any hashtags or stuff like that. That is cool. Content. Yeah, that's cool. Good content because if you look at uh, TikTok and all Instagram, because I know Leon's got a massive following on Instagram, he's got a bigger chance than me. I've only got, what, 75 followers on my Instagram page. There's no way I'd get myself out there. 
Yeah, well, but you got to see you can, get, my... you can get a bigger following live streaming. You need to start live streaming because on my um, tag channel, and I, I've lost five accounts there because people reported me or maybe I was breaching the rules. I think I was breaching the rules in some of my conversations possibly, or maybe someone was nude. Someone came into my box and was being nude or just doing something stupid, you know. Um, I've got like 5K and counting and um in the last week i think i've taken like a hundred people that have followed me there but the only problem with the live streaming on such an app like that some of the people like only around i don't know if about percentages i'm just calculus so when people speak about mass to me i'm like what's that again but <laughs> when i say like i would be honest to say about 20 percent of those people would follow me over or maybe it might be 10% would follow me over to another platform like um, Instagram. Most of the people following me on Instagram have been on my um, live streaming app. But the only thing about live stream apps that have got dating and all of the other, you know, the sides, the private sides that people don't want their um, their partner to see. Some people don't want to follow you from certain apps. If it was a dating app at one time, then it went into a multi-medium app and all of that because they might be a troll and they don't want to um, be revealed who they are on an app. Does that make sense? What I just said, I know I just kind of got tongue tied. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Like some people with social, you know, like with social media, some people are watching live streamers. They want to be a troll or they want to just be a bot. They don't want to be identified of who they are. So that's the only catch. But with the, tagged i can earn money like when i'm live streaming yesterday i got like 800 diamonds which is not that much really and truly because i kept the same person in my box and he was speaking to me for over an hour my listeners don't like that they don't like when you've got someone there speaking and they've come to see you and then they're just not really getting heard so he's costed me probably i could have got yesterday 13 thousand diamonds yeah instead of that for just even, I could have probably took, I could have probably took even more than that. But it didn't matter to me because I'm not there just for the diamonds. But I found him being just promoting himself. And then I thought, he's taking a piss now because he knows I'm a live streamer. <clears throat> he's just promoting himself, but he's using my time. And then he's delaying. He's not like he's giving gift to me. So then I thought to myself, yeah, that's the other catch. You have to be able to regulate when you're a live streamer, how many people you allow in that box to talk, you have to make your audience really be there for you and no one else. Yeah, I mean, do you think do you think people are, there are people that are suited for live streaming? No. Listen, with the live stream, right, this is another thing. A lot of people who are considered the beautiful people, let's be honest, right, they are suited for live streaming because they've been told they're suited, but they have no content. They have no content. They, they, all they're going to be talking about is their Chanel bags or whatever thing. It's, it's a dead live stream. And people, people follow, like people who've got confident issues, of course, young girls, young guys are going to follow those people. And they're going to be in those rooms because that's where everyone is. And they want to make friends. So they're not really there for the live streamer. They're there for the community. They're there maybe hoping somebody will see them when they're commenting and gifting that they'll get followers. We've all done it, you know? We've all been in someone's live stream thinking, oh, I'm going to get featured. So what I'm saying is 
start off being authentic and um, the authenticity. Because what people like, when I started my one, I started in the dark. I went on a journey of healing. And then I was like wearing a mask and the mask fell off. And then I started sitting on the screen and I spoke about a lot of shit that had happened to me. And it healed me in a way that if it wasn't for my live stream, I wouldn't be here. So it gave me so much that I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep going. I have to sit on the screen. It's rude to be on in the dark for people that have helped me so much, you know? So what I will say is you be confident because someone, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to identify with you and saying, you know what? That guy, he's just a regular guy. But is he just a regular guy? Actually, he's interesting. I want to I wanna be in his live stream. They're going to see you as the guy with the information. Do you understand? A lot of the times in our life, when we was at school, there was lots of people that were judged based on their appearance or whoever was the top or whatever. We're now adults. We see that all that hype is just boring. It's not true. So people more than ever are looking for people who actually are real. And I think that is what really makes social media interesting. So I would say um, get on there. Don't worry about the numbers. The numbers start to grow when people see that you're not playing a game and it does work. That's the, that's the formula. When people see you're not playing a game, you're there being you. And the best advice I would give you is a um, live streamer that does it like with ease now. Um, don't, don't think about how your audience view you at any time. You, it's not your responsibility to care. Don't make it, you get personal and yeah, you tell them how you're doing and all of that, but you keep a line and it has to be a professional line that you know what, you are a live streamer. You have to tell yourself that. You have to remind yourself, you're not just doing a video called friend. You are a live streamer. This is an audience. You visualize you, yourself in a studio. You look at the bigger picture. You recognize someone could be recording you. Sometimes I'm filmed when I'm there. And I say, you're not, Sophia, are you messing up your brand? Because sometimes you'll say things that's not nice. But sometimes that's that's for the best sometimes. You've got to let it come out. Because if it, if it comes out later on, then you're just going to be pushed back to the bottom of the queue. Whereas if people know, yes, that's like, look at Donald Trump. Not everyone likes what Donald Trump has to say, but did it stop him being successful? No, it didn't. So what I'm saying is just stay as you are and let people who like what you say and what you stand for embrace you because we, we i think we're living in a time where people believe that everyone has to think in the same way no we don't we don't have to think in the same way and that's what's it's like once upon a time people liked that there were different cultures and it was interesting now everyone has to be the same and i'm like what's going on mm. everyone needs to stay yeah. look at even though we hated in school where there was lots of cliques, right, with different groups. Imagine now when if we went back to school and everyone was made into a mould. So that means you would have to be with this person, but you don't really, really stand for what they um, want you to be about. But everyone has to now, because this is good society. This is actually good. This is good for humanity. But is it really? It's not. No, no, that's it, you know, I mean... Right, he is best at all times, that's what I'm saying. But see, there's a lot of, like, um, there's a huge YouTuber named KSI, 
but his content's not very interesting yet. He's got like what twenty two million subscribers, and I don't get that. That's the thing. He he's probably done something. What is his content around? He's probably done something that has definitely catered to an audience who are similar like him, right? Or maybe he's done something different, or maybe he's just an original version of himself, and people mm. have people like that. Maybe he embodies confidence or maybe he's embodying vulnerability or something. People like people for different reasons. Like, come on now. You think some of these girls, how catty females can be, are following some of these beauty, beautiful girls on Instagram? No. People follow people because they see a quality in them they don't yet have mastered or information they haven't yet mastered or the network or just being in the right place at the right time to be featured so remember sometimes people don't subscribe because they like the person it could just be being in the right place at the right yeah timing is key i guess if you you know and it can be luck of the draw too but um at the end of the day it's all about good content and not posting crap is what i think you know, I try to keep my uh, YouTube educational and get people to comment and, you know, build a community. It's all about community for me. And look at us. We're live streaming now with an audio app, which is so cool. Yeah. Oh, no. Leon, sorry, I've talked. I've spoken too long. <laughs> no, that's perfectly all right. I mean, we've had conversations that go over four hours so it's all right <laughs> you're filling in that oh, spot okay. for me today it's all right yeah so what i plan to do Good. today I, I like to have a schedule so i've organized myself to say you know what i've got all of these apps but if i'm not getting traction how can i use it so i've decided i'm going to do live streaming on sunday um true stories and getting people to come and share their stories or whatever's happened to them have a conversation with them and it has to be something that's not too serious because I feel like, one, I'm not a therapist. Two, I don't want to put anyone into crisis. And then I want it to allow them to feel confident and see the benefit of freeing themselves from that story. It could be that when they were at work, they were getting bullied. It could be something like, I don't know, bereavement of an animal i don't know it doesn't have to be definitely trauma it might just be like you know like someone said they went out with someone and then that person they felt wasn't um respecting them or it could be just an issue that has plagued them for a while and it's been itching in the back of their head and they feel like yeah i want to get over this hurdle so yeah that's what i want to do every sunday at 10 a.m on my instagram and i feel like that's going to encourage my friends every week to share my live. So all of their all of their network becomes my network over a period of time. When people start seeing that, people start following you more, they start pressing buttons and doing what they should have started doing and at the start. They start sharing your content. And that's, that's the power of social media. When people know, a lot of people have seen, even a video of someone dancing, you know, is when someone sees that, Lots of people have clicked um, on that heart and liked it. Even if they don't like it, they just feel compelled to say, yeah, I want, I want to like it too. I want to like it too. There's something about that follow syndrome. I don't know what it is, but when it comes to social media, people click that heart sometimes say, yeah, I was here, I saw that too. And it's ridiculous, but that's, that's true. That's what's happening at the moment, you know. So um, 
I'm I'm saying to myself because I'm involved with a lot of people who do music. I like to motivate. Most of the people I motivate are musicians, so I want to obviously do interviews on my podcast, um, taking it more into a show format in time, and then having true stories and then success stories because everyone's got a story and a past of overcoming something. So I feel like that's endless. Um, it can grow deep roots and it can go anywhere. It can go online. It can stay on YouTube. It can stay on Green Room. It can stay on all different platforms. But I don't want to just be stagnant to one platform because I've seen a lot of people who have been big complain about, oh, I lost my social media. Just they focused on one count and they wasn't topping up all of the other accounts. Like if someone was to hack your YouTube channel and you just have that one YouTube channel, Sometimes it's always good to have a backup channel um, and it's containing like information maybe of another topic that you're passionate about. So then you've got two that your followers can be following you on, you know? Yeah, so backup is key by the sounds of it. And, uh, you know, trying to get followers on as many different platforms as you can and... But are you yes. sharing your content on... I See, when you're using your Facebook, for example, you know where your information is more content-based um, around education and knowledge, right? When you well, went on to Facebook pages like groups, are you part of those groups? So then you can obviously post... Yeah, did that in the beginning, um, but I wasn't getting enough clicks. You know, I was posting like once a week, so it was, wasn't... That's the by. thing. You have to start making short videos, even if you just use TikTok to um, make some videos and then um, edit their editing tools, and then you share it onto those networks that you was using of those groups, and you're giving them information. Then you could say at the end, if you want to have more information and you've enjoyed listening to what i've said today click the link below this video and it will take you over to my youtube channel subscribe for more you know what i mean so it's marketing 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 all of what i'm telling you let me tell you right now i don't have always time to do because i'm doing i've been managing myself for the longest and i manage all of my social media so and i don't pay any um people and i don't pay for followers and any of that nonsense so what I'm saying to you is, if you have the time to say, all right, today for an hour, I'm going to work on my social medias to make sure I do this. So if you then check the analytics and then you see there's been more traction, you keep doing the same formula. But a lot of times we don't pay attention to the data and that's where we lose. The data is your information and is telling you what your um, audience wants you to do and stay doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's it, you know. Data's important. Like, I've noticed uh, I, I keep track of my data on, you know, the podcast, analytics, YouTube, Spotify as well. You just, it's amazing to see it slowly growing. You know, it's like a snail, isn't it? Uh, it's funny how success doesn't come overnight, but we get there in the end. When we put the work in. That's the thing. All of the TikToks who maybe get instant fame, do you know what? I think they're more likely to have a nervous breakdown. Sorry to say this. The reason why, they wouldn't have grown 
they wouldn't have made their foundation and then they would be pushed into the limelight. And even I've seen even some girl I was looking on. I don't know if you watch. Um, I don't know if it was BBC player, but there was a girl who basically lied that she had cancer. Right. Oh, and then she was endorsed. I didn't even know. You know who I'm talking about, right? No, who is she it? Was in America, I think she 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 ended up making this app, and she got endorsed by all of these big companies. And she didn't have cancer; she was pretending she had cancer, and she had a brain tumor, and all of this. And then there was people who were following her with the same thing, like they really have cancer. And then um, it never was proven that she didn't have cancer, but I think she kind of admitted that at the end that she didn't. So maybe she was having a personality disorder and she just took on all of these these radical ideas in her head that she needed attention and that she would get an audience and then she came up with a formula, which is so ridiculously sad and insane at the same time because definitely people's family members would have died who would have followed her her recommendation of eating plans and what she was doing. And... Um, what was ridiculous about that story? The lady, she looked perfectly well. So mm. I don't understand how those big companies didn't even check she was who she claimed she was. Do you know what I mean? And mm. it went really far. Like, um, I don't know, the millions of people following her. That's why I'm saying, like, millions of people. Yeah. And it's on either Netflix. It might be on Netflix. But um, she got ended up getting taken to court and fined. But this is another thing. This is another thing that I felt triggering yesterday, or was it? Yeah, it was yesterday. No, it was two days ago. I was on green room, and then this guy came along. I think he clicked on my profile, right? And he could obviously see what my contents was about. Then he started making comments, which I'm so used to. People do come for me a lot. People come for me about a lot of things. And sometimes I say to myself, did they have the experiences I've had? What's pissing them off, you know? But this that might be the reason or it might not. Sometimes people feel like people are attention seekers if they talk about things that have happened to them, which is fine. But then everyone's an attention seeker because even the people are sharing information about, oh, I know how to do this. Let me teach you. Everyone mm -hmm. in the whole world is an attention seeker. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I think it's um, ridiculous if people are actually making contents about something that can help someone overcome something so challenging. And then the guy was basically, oh, my gosh, I was in the skills room. You wasn't there. So I can't I'm not going to try and hint who it was because it's not. I don't even care about the person. But it basically told me that he viewed me as a um as a threat because where I was confident and this is another thing people keep being like, Oh Tobias, how do you how are you able to talk about that? I know some people that have been through no one is the same. No one none of us are the same. We're all different, you know? Once you when you're a child and you're in your house and you are a child, you're a different child, even if you're growing up in that same environment, you are a different person, you know? So this is what does my head in on social media sorry for the rant but it does my head when we have different content creators coming together who are different artists of different abilities and everyone is only wanting to endorse you based on your follow count or based on who which celebrity endorsed you yeah who was you know, who was this who was the who was the celebrity before they was a celebrity a regular folk 
Like mm. they were regular folk, you know? So just like what's happening with you, I would say see yourself as the celebrity right here and now. Control your brand in the same way if you had management around you because you don't know when your moment will be. You don't know when someone will be like, I like what you're doing. I'm, I'm ready to endorse and support what you're doing. You don't know when that time will Yeah, I am a celebrity. I feel great doing what I do. Surely you are. Of course, Stephen, you are a celebrity. Bro, but you know what? Um, this happened um, to me a week ago. And uh, I entered one of the rooms. And these are really famous rooms on, um, on Green Room. And this DJ goes... So he was talking to me and there was, there was, there was me and there, I think there were other bunch of Indians as well on that. So this, um, this guy, he kept making fun of the accent, you know, kept everything I said, like if you asked me a question <laughs> and I understood it and his next question would be like, you know, mocking the Indian accent, you know how they do it. Like, do you want a pancake? Do you smoke? Like that. They were literally saying stuff like that, you know. So I, I let it go, I let it go. It just went on and on and on and on and then we started to talk business and then, um, his tone changed after that for some reason. And then he hit me up on Instagram. He started giving me shout outs and shit. I'm like, whoa, wait, wait a minute. What just happened? Like two minutes ago, you were making fun of me. And now you're impressed that my boys have got like 500,000 views on the YouTube track. <laughs> and now you know, all of a sudden <clears throat> your tone changes. Like, what is that all about? Like, so I start, I, I don't go there anymore. I, I stop. Yeah, they're just fake. And it's good. That's another thing. They expose themselves. So sometimes, you know what I might do on the green room as well? Take off my bio. Take off my bio. So then people just, but some people will be extra and still Google your name if they've got their laptop in front of them, more likely, right? To see if you've got a good following. Because that's what everyone does. And that's why the bio is there. Let's just think about it. The developers didn't just think, oh, that feature wasn't just there to make us just be thinking okay we can highlight ourselves it was put there so then people do have this level of classism mentality of oh who is the strongest who is the most successful yeah so it made us all have that mindset to endorse people or reject people based on their follow count or how their layout was because we do love when something's laid out really professionally whether that person has been endorsed or recognized for what they're doing that's secondary but i know there are some small fish on here who feel like they're big fish because oh you've got a following but how many people engage on your post so the numbers don't matter especially if we we have the numbers but we don't have um we're not having those experiences. They're not. They're not equal in it. They're not. They're not making anything. It's just like stale bread, you know. They're not. They're not helping us grow financially, emotionally, or spiritually. So the numbers don't matter. It's sometimes I've seen even um, social media accounts with small followings, yeah. And I sometimes think, how come this person hasn't got more followers? Their their content is really good. It's because what's their what's been their weaknesses? They haven't spread their wings, and the, their listeners or their um, viewers, you know, they're not sharing the contents out with their network. They're making the numbers stick. Because my numbers stuck for a long time, and I was like, my numbers have been sticking on Instagram for a while. That doesn't make sense. I'm posting. Oh. The people who are following me are not sharing. That's why, and I'm not sharing enough of 
my new projects I'm doing, I need to be making sure other, I'm bringing people from outside here, plus I have to engage on the app I'm using, because sometimes we can just post once for maybe the month, I don't know if everyone's got that lazy of posting once on Instagram, but I know there was a time where I was like, oh, that's enough, I sometimes didn't even have pictures, you know, for about a year, I didn't have nothing on my Instagram, but people were following me based on where they saw me on my live stream, and then, um, my podcasts on Spotify, obviously, right? So I would say as well, it depends on what type of message we're sending out with the content. Are we asking the people to do anything? Are we asking them to subscribe? Are we giving them information? Or are we just posting a photo and then it's just like, all right, just click like with this photo. That's, that's that. Yeah, that's exactly right. What you're saying, Sophia, it's interesting. Yeah, it's always good having you on the show too. Sorry, I do chat a lot, and I think I do chat so much. <laughs> oh, it's just awesome to listen to because it's like... I like... It's talk. facts. It's real. I think that's yeah, what they should do. When I die, just bury me with a microphone in my hands. I'll be okay with the microphone. I'll be up to communicate. Wow. <laughs> Stephen, what did you think yeah. about Mazin and Claire's room this morning? It was pretty I loved, good. I love that room. I love the energy in the room. The, the people are so nice. They're always welcome and always, like, always welcome. And no matter which part of the country you're from, you know, it's so much love in that room. Respect. What room is that? What room is that? You guys need to tell me about. Um. Okay. Um. The next time the room is on, I'm gonna send you a link. Okay. To I'll, I'll DM you the link. So yeah, I'm like, I want Stephen to come get onto this room. For, I think for the last two days. Okay. You know, on this morning, um, I had one of my tracks played, got uh, Apocalypse, which was cool. It's nice to have it in the so, stats. Yeah. So what these guys do is um, they play, they feature artists whose tracks are on Spotify. So they want to uh, uh, get in, touch, in tune with the with the Spotify algorithm, make them know that they're supporting all the artists and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. The energy is really nice, and, and the music is fantastic. Everyone's just bringing such gems to the stage. Like, I featured my, my boys' track, even though it wasn't the language. No, good on you. Good on you for overcoming your fear and getting oh, music good. out there. I posted your track also, yeah, because you kept posting it in the chat yesterday, and Claire kept telling you that this is the... Uh, uh, this is the uh, uh, this is the link to the Spotify track, the, the the playlist where you need to add your track in. So I added your track for you. So I think it came in there twice. Yeah, thank you for that. No, it's always good having yeah. you on the show. I wanted to ask about these gems. Do they mean anything? Or what are they? I don't know. They do mean something. Because remember I said I'm a live streamer. So yeah. I would say to you, Stephen, um, Stephen and Leon, um, a lot of people on here are content creators, and yes, people are saying, "Oh, um, don't worry about the gems, and don't worry about gems, don't matter nothing." Anything an app gives you has a reason. There's a reason for them. It's supposed to be an applaud right now, but you don't know in the future what they may signify. It may be that it places you higher up on the algorithm. It might be just that, or it might be. A way for people, it might be like you know, like a blue tick beside someone's social media account to say, Oh, yeah, they've been endorsed, or people appreciate this person. Whereas when people are just in those rooms that they're just farming gems, right? 
they're not really earning the stripes. So it's misleading. And then if you go over to someone who's got like I don't know, gems, but they've got a small social media following, it's just gonna look like they're just they're just fake, like they paid for these gems, do you know what I mean? And then yeah, if yeah. um they haven't got many followers following them on the green room, the gems are gonna look fake too. They're gonna look fake. They're gonna look like, oh yeah, your friends gave you some. Or if if this app comes and allows bling, bling. us to buy buy the gems, you know, like people will be buying their own gems and having a fake account more likely. Like they so they so got time to be needy and shit like that, you know. So I would say, if it's important for your business, focus on the content, but definitely be mindful. The gem can place you at a higher um, bit on the podium should this app really develop long term Spotify may turn those gems into money in the sort in the sense of maybe it might be something you can use online I don't know so or maybe what it might just make you look like yeah you're a good speaker that's what it might make you look like that people you what you know what I heard a rumor on Green Room regarding the gems. Someone said if you reach a million gems and probably Spotify gives you a Bitcoin in exchange or something like that. No, but that's a lie. It, it, so I can tell you that's a lie. Bitcoin, <laughs> Bitcoin. Is yeah, worth this is what I heard lot, on Green Room. Worth a lot. Don't believe that. Let me tell you. If you really want to know what the gems are about, right to Spotify not. Yeah, you know, so this So this is what the whole rumor was, right? So it, this is what the person said. Uh, she said, if you reach a million gems in a sitting, but you, I mean, you, and you happen to get and something exchanged in, in, in the form of Bitcoin, but the, the app, the app does not let you cross a certain one. Just pressing the button. You know the button. Go. Hmm. Yeah, go on, Leon. Sorry? Yeah, Leon was saying something. Yeah, so this is this this was the, the, the stupid rumor that I heard anyway. So, but apparently the app will not let you get to a million. It'll probably let you cr- it'll crash a hundred times before that. <laughs> so it's quite impossible. So this is what's going on on Green Room about Jim. Yes. Okay. It is. No, what yeah. I was gonna say is it's important for you to try and build a panel of speakers. Um, that yeah. you can agree because when so like if um, Stephen had invited several people what I'm doing now I'm staying out of people's room that I feel like they're not really there for everyone they're there for only themselves I won't waste my time supporting their, their room because it's a waste of time and energy you know and it won't do any it won't do anything good for my brand going forward it will end up to be a negative conversation so yeah um I think it's definitely to be in the rooms that um, count in the sense of that build. Hi, Kenny. You're welcome to come up and join us in our convos. Yeah. I'll invite- yes. you going, Kenny? Hi. How are you? Hi. Yeah. yeah. What, what's the room about? Oh, we're just talking about gems and we're just networking and chatting and, yeah, just having a conversation. <laughs> okay, where are you all from? I'm from Sydney, Australia. I can't I can't hear Safari pretty, pretty good. Oh, sorry. 
my network, I don't know why it's going like this. Can you hear me now? My my signal is weak somehow. Yeah, better now. Maybe it depends from uh, where you're at. Uh... Yeah. No, I'm from London. I'm a podcaster, I'm live streamer and motivational speaker. But I know Stefan and Leon. I know Leon from today, but I feel like I know Leon for a long time. So we're here. We're talking about networking. <laughs> we're sharing information. Yeah, this is the power room, to be honest. Yeah, it's the best forum. So you need to engage with these guys. And I think you and Leon are definitely, um, would should follow each other because you're both DJs and definitely, yeah, check out. Yeah, I just did. Oh, cool. Um, I was just checking out your Instagram uh, was... as well, Mal. Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm following back. Yeah, also. But, but. By the way, uh, don't mind my English. I'm from South Italy, so... Nah, that's fine. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, we like, we like different sounds in this room. We're podcasters, so we like... <laughs> we got well, London, we got Australia, we got India. I'm from India, bro. Oh, cool. Your, your Instagram is really community. good as well. Mine? Yes, sir. N nothing special there. No, it does look really good. Um, I like that it looks. The layout looks really good. So maybe that's another thing that you should consider, Leon. You should look at his one. I don't know. I feel like you lot got a lot in common. You see what's happening? Yeah, I already. I already did. I already checked out his uh, digital stock to his Instagram. Oh, thank the you. The aesthetics I, I... are really nice. The, the the colors are pleasing. It's it's well it's well it's well laid out, bro. I mean, thank you. I it, I tried my best, but. But I don't, uh, as you can see, last time I posted was in December. So I'm only yeah. posting stories because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit old school. I'm not like uh, really social. I try my best, but sometimes I don't have uh, the mood uh, to post. And it happens that now six months I didn't post anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm only posting probably one to two times a week. That's it. Maybe just yeah. do one stories a week yeah but i yeah go on Liam. no no go ahead sorry I, I think i will uh post again um this month because some things are going on now so i'm in the mood again i only posted stories you know i started again djing on saturday so i mm. posted about saturday uh gig i had with my with my crew on a beach club on from sunset till night and we'll be doing this again uh next saturday so maybe the mood gets back in we got nice pictures so i will i will be posting again <laughs> try my well, no, so we start this saturday just i mean this is gonna be my first gig after since the lockdown though i'm really looking forward to it and classes as well begin so i'm gonna be like super tied up with the studio and classes and just doing everything related to music. But uh, anyway, I've put my Instagram in the chat, Sophia and Kenny, if you'd like to follow me there and we can, you know, get a community going. But uh, yeah, that's awesome that gigs are starting back up again. Sure. Yeah, thank you. But, um, yeah, tell me about DJing, Kenny. Uh, I know you're in Italy, are you? Yeah, precisely South Italy. 
it changed and a when, it changed a little bit things from now to so when was your last paid gig as a DJ before the pandemic hit? <laughs> uh, February. Uh, no, no, wait. Uh, no, I I got one last summer again. Then it was it closed again. Uh, so it was one before uh, before closing was on Saturday on uh, on February. It was the last. Then unexpected pandemic came uh then they opened again uh, beach clubs and venues in italy in summer last year so we started to get some gigs uh from on my own or with my crew i have a collective uh so uh and um yeah we got actually two three dates coming as soon as summer started then uh, i only managed to get one because then uh, everything closed again and everything was, uh, you know, that it, we didn't have any gigs anymore. And then we closed again till yeah. now. Um, Can you, have, you heard of, have you heard of Matam from Italy? Who, who, who? Matam. There's, Matam. There's two brothers. Uh, M yeah, M-A-T-H-A-M-E. M A T H A M. Um, I don't know. Not really. I should check because yeah, I, should, I'm not. You should, uh, you should probably check them out because we we brought them down to India. They're super cool artists. What? What, what do they, I, mean, I think they signed with. Ah, uh, uh, they make they make melodic techno. So check them out. Oh, okay. And we did an India tour with them, and it was fantastic. They're from Italy. They're from they're, they're from Italy. Yeah, yeah. I'm going the, to check the them. two young brothers. Yeah, I'm, I will, I'll show you some of their stuff. No, but, thank uh, you. Kenny, have you been doing anything online financially? How have you been affected? Uh, online, mm, not not really. Um, it doesn't help a lot, especially from where I am. So the best we try is doing. Um, physically hear stuff so we tried uh only gigs and online we only did um speaking of djing some uh live streams where we could yeah. uh, in different locations uh, we try to go in uh, when, when it's not possible to make gigs at clubs we make live streams from um let's say for example uh rivers or places that usually people don't go to give them more value so that's what we did we tried to grow a little bit more of um a following to um to get in this summer with with already a, a, having a following so we could get uh, more gigs or um you know people calling us for our services because we don't do only dj we also you know record we uh, make photos like a small organization so that that's the reason they called us for this some saturday and the next one um so that that's what we tried to do all the time because me and leon were speaking about djs do you have a uh, an agent or a booking a manager or do you do it yourself uh, we all do ourselves um for for now because yeah. um actually it 
since we are based here, we try to, um, let's say, sell us in, uh, in our region, um, then grow uh, abroad. So we don't have a manager. Um, we are also a small record label and till now we only put out some uh, um, unofficial remixes, okay? But because uh, of time lacking, everybody's working. Um, but now we are we will start to put releases out and we'll see uh, if we let us manage from a distributor or get to an agency. I don't know. It depends how everything grows. Bro, that's crazy. That's exactly the same thing I'm doing in India right now. So we're in Ableton Ableton Certified uh, Institute. Um, What? Ableton? You heard of Ableton? Yeah, of course. You you have certified Ableton. uh, Yes. Yes, we're we're a certified Ableton uh, training institute. Even my trainers are Ableton certified. We're on the website, official website. You can check it out. Um, we also have an artist management agency, record label as well, plus gear store because we tied up with 42 brands like Pioneer, Allen Heath, uh, you name it, Logic Pro, FL. So there's so much going on. I feel you, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a system. It's an ecosystem that we've created. Um, and it's just been awesome. And, and yeah, even though gigs didn't happen, uh, the, the education part, the school part is just doing extremely well. <clears throat> like as of yesterday or as of now, uh, all our Ableton courses are full up up till October. So, you know, it's, we've just been working our asses off throughout the pandemic to kind of paddle through this, you know. Nah, good on ya. Good on ya, Leon. That, that's and, uh, good. You know, because... Um, you know, when when you get a manager, they they take it like a commission. Uh, me and Leon, where we had, we had what, what was a two hour chat about this, Leon? Yeah, it was. Um, are you gonna look at getting an agent in the future, Kenny, or are you gonna keep doing it yourself? Uh, I really don't know. You know, um, I like to let um things seem simple, so. If, uh, let's say, gigs, works, or whatever uh, is getting more, I don't mind having an agent because, you know, every everyone has to do his own job. So uh, um, I would prefer that everyone makes his own job, like having an agent who makes everything uh, else for me and I concentrate maybe on the gigs or making music or producing. It's the yeah. same concept, like, uh, we, we do produce and I have in my crew uh, a guy who is also a sound designer for, uh, you know, orchestras and um, soundtracks for uh, video games and um, uh, movies, etc. Uh, and he also does uh, mixing and mastering. I do mixing myself. But uh, even if we do so and we have the potential of people doing it, uh, we also tend to, for example, myself, to let make the master to a professional, you know, it, it saves you time and uh, it gets you a uh, uh, good qu- uh, quality of the project. And uh, time saving is is also um, m- sometimes money saving. You know, I, I know I'm going to spend money for the master, but, you know, the time I lose making my own master, maybe I can do something else. So uh, I try and I, I, I tend to let do to the professionals, their own things. So I wouldn't mind having a, uh, an agent in the future. 
at all. You know, the question uh, is, I, I completely agree with uh, Kenny. I'm old school. I like things simple, easy. I was t- I was telling Stephen how we created our you know a booking website to kind of ease out my work as well. You know, so it's it's really simple to book our artists. You go to the website, um, you click on any of the artists you see, um, you get a drop down menu to all their links: Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, Mixcloud, and two other links below that saying press kit and book. So you book our artists. There's no conversation going on. Are you free this day? So and so, blah blah blah. You fill in the online form, and you know the code comes to our back end, and we decide whether we want to go ahead with the gig based on the amount they've given us, or cancel the gig. You know, so we've kind of made things so much more easier to kind of make uh, for, especially for the artists. But the question is, I manage 13 artists. And sometimes I I sit back. In fact, I I asked I, I spoke to Stephen about this, saying that maybe sometimes I need a manager too. You know, someone. But then I I I I agree with you one hundred percent. It's so much better to do get your gigs by yourself. You know, I always believe I I I mean I manage the artists on my agency, but I always have to put myself last. Even though I own the company, if someone calls and says. I need an artist for this Saturday. I cannot say, bro, I'm available. I, you know, I always push my artist first, and then. But the end of the day, I think, by man, damn, that could have been me, right? Mm-hmm. You know. But again, so it doesn't really matter because the whole idea was to create an ecosystem with, uh, you know, give all the students a, a, a place to shine. So we've kind of taken a backseat and we do everything behind the curtains, and we let everyone, uh, our team of thirteen, run the front show. So there's two of us. Yeah, this is what we've, we've kind of taken the backseat for everything. I mean, we've we've taken away from the limelight, and now we're letting everyone shine through their own. Yeah, well, that's the thing with your with your agent. They they want to make a profit out of you. You know, it's a business. If they can't make money. They drop you. I mean, look how many artists out there that are famous, but then the agents say, "Well, we we can't sell your work anymore, so we have to sack you." That's the downside. Yeah, bro. But you know, but we've we've worked our asses off, blood, sweat, and tears yeah. to not drop any of our artists since last March, right up until now. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, that's that's some crazy amount of hustle we've been through. This place like India, where it's still like like I said, we're still ten years behind y'all in the music industry. We haven't we still haven't <laughs> scratched the surface yet. You we've spoken about the problem with the cops, the shit. You, so you know. <laughs> what goes on over here? So you know, but yeah, I think we're we're getting there for sure, hundred percent. No, I mean by by what you're sh- uh, telling me about these music festivals in India, it's growing. Yeah, yeah. There. I mean, you saw for yourself, right? It's it's insane. <laughs> yeah, Kenny, you should come. You should come down to India, bro. You should check it out. The 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 market for musicians, uh, especially the um, what did I say? The respect. You know the reciprocation that you probably get in India. It's overwhelming, and it's a good, great scene to to play for, especially Goa, Bangalore. Oh, definitely. I, I like I like India. I I haven't been there, but I like it. I like every place in the world actually. So if if there's the possibility to come gig, have a gig and play, I would definitely come. No problem. Nah, yeah, it'd be awesome. Awesome place to play music and go to festivals. Can. But um, Kenny, do you uh, you're gonna tour? Or what's what are you planning to do? 
What was the question again? Are you you planning to tour? To what? Uh, tour as a DJ. What, what does tour mean? Uh, tour like play travel. A tour, play. tour. Okay, yeah, tour. Uh, it's the accident I can get sometimes. Um, I don't know. Uh, for now, um, uh, especially here, we can't tour. So, if I'm keeping staying here, uh, I will only get the gigs at the beach clubs that are located here. For now, it's good. It's okay. They're, they're growing slowly. Summer is actually only two months, so we we take what we what we get for now. But yeah. I, I plan to go on uh, September, October, if it's possible, uh, maybe to Germany and see if uh, we can um, get some gigs there. I, I have actually some friends, uh, they they have uh, small venues, clubs, uh, making parties. And uh, I don't know, I, I have to wait. You know, um, the situation is not a uh, normal situation, no, because of pandemic, because of many things. So... Of course, if I can tour, um, no problem. If I got, uh, if I got the possibilities. Wait a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Leon, uh, if you you're gonna travel internationally one day and DJ. Oh, bro, yes, Nigeria. I told you right, Nigeria is on my card. That was supposed to be the last March. My ticket was booked. Did you get your money back for your ticket? But no, I didn't get my money back for a ticket. My friend booked it for me. Uh-huh. And what I was really scared about, because I was in Goa at that time. I was playing for my last last gig before. In fact, the day I flew back, uh, the next day the pandemic hit, and all my friends who flew down from from Dubai and Israel and everything for this huge, massive gig ended up staying there for an extended holiday. Anyway, so I'm looking at Nigeria for sure, 100%, because of the, the kind of music we've been making, the artists we've collaborated with. Um, the artists who we're going to collaborate so there's so much happening so uh, definitely Nigeria for sure because of the music um, even though techno is, is 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 part of the whole I mean we, it's as is as much as I, I play my, my dancehall and reggae but um, I'm more inclined to you know doing stuff with the Nigerian artists rather than doing it with Berlin or Germany because that's already happening my artists are already collaborating with the biggest of the biggest techno acts artists, we're bringing them down on a weekly basis, doing master classes with them, so I'm going to go back to my first love, which was hip-hop, so No, we'll go, go where your community is you know, yeah so you see, most of my connect, like, like dude, there's an artist called Janistra uh, Mazen Mazen introduced me to him uh, he has a track called Caribbean Queen <whistles> what a track, amazing I'll post it to you, just to check it out um, he got in touch with me, bro like he hit me up on Instagram, and his track is number one in South Africa and in Kenya. Uh, so he hit me up. He's saying he wants to do a collab with my artist. He's saying he fucks with the old Indian vibe. He's like, I don't understand the language, but can can maybe I do the second verse and the artist do the first verse or vice versa, whatever works out for you guys. So I'm like, wow, man, some some interesting stuff. So definitely Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Cool. I do actually hip hop too. Oh, it's awesome, bro. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I did uh, my uh, collaboration now with a Jamaican artist. 
they're, 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 they're pretty good come uh, releasing it next oh crazy dude that's awesome wait let me just post a few links of my artist let me just check it out yeah definitely uh, she sent me some uh, links some stuff uh, also music you do I'm pretty happy if we can call up someday uh, actually absolutely I'm, bro why I'm yeah. uh, actually having another collab with a uh, guy from London, um, mm-hmm. who's also a rapper, and uh, I think this will come out um, after this release with Jamaican artists. Because we, uh, I also do the videos and stuff. I try to, I like to do the videos for the music, and so um, it takes time. Hey, who um, who's your distributor, Kenny? Because I, I distribute with CD Baby. Uh, wait a second, I have a call. I come back soon. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, Leon, I'll ask this: Who's your distributor? Leon, you there? Yeah, it looks like we've uh, lost Leon. Uh, so basically, we're just talking about, you know, what's yeah, going the, the, the yeah, on? Dropping, 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 oh, okay. dropped. Yeah, you're talking about distribution? Yeah, we yeah. spoke about distribution. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, most of the distribution done by the record label and by the by the uh, plugs in between, you know, so. I did one in, independently with CD Baby. How did that work out? I mean, how did how did you do that? How just you just pay, you know, a flat fee for the album or the single, but then it's distributed to Spotify and multiple platforms forever. It's not a not a subscription based service. Uh, but but, they but are it's good. Expensive. Are they any good? Was yeah, it helpful? It yeah, it is helpful. The only problem is you're paying nearly fifty dollars just to release an album or a track. That's all. what's it. What's it called? CD Baby. CD baby, all right, cool. I'm gonna check that out. Um, I'm back. What was the question? Uh, distribution. Yeah, who's your distributor, Kenny? Because um, I use CD baby. I do. Oh, CD baby is great, but um, for uh, for the hip hop stuff, uh, I recently started to release uh, last. Actually, during the pandemic, I decided to go quickly with uh, DistroKid, you know, uh, because it's um, uh, easy and uh, fast and it mm-hmm. has pretty good um, options. So mm-hmm. one uh, of my artists is having this huge uh, scuffle with DistroKid as we speak. I mean, yeah. I've gotten into it. My, my partner's gotten into it. The next step is going legal. DistroKid, you know what they did? They came, well, they came, to, my, they came to my artist. Um, and he's also my colleague. He's also, uh, I don't know if you heard of A.R. Rahman. Now, A.R. Rahman is one of, like, he's like the Hans Zimmer of India, you know what I mean? Uh, multi, multi-award winning uh, uh, film producer, brilliant sound school, sound designer. So, now this guy, st- my colleague started, started with him. So, they, they came to him and said they want to they wanna, uh, have a compilation called Salud Sessions. And they asked, like, uh, artists, producers from all over Bangalore they came to my institute and said you want like a track now when they released the track <coughs> the track said uh, it wasn't so for example if say Stephen Teal's uh, whatever track let's say uh, name name one of your track Stephen uh, Death and Life 
Okay, yeah. Stephen Steele's Death and Life, right? That's how it should, it should, it should come on Spotify, right? Yeah. It came Salud Sessions featuring Stephen Shields. What the fuck? Exactly. And they did it only to him. So he wrote to them and Spotify wrote back saying it, 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 we weren't, it wasn't us. You've got to get in touch with DistroKid. DistroKid's taking their own sweet time to get back. They're saying there's a whole lot of implications going on right now. So the next step is to probably go legal. So this is the last email, nice email we can write to them. Yeah, that's that's and very good. Yeah. A distributor called Ditto. Uh, I had a bit of problems. They kept they reject kept rejecting my album cover ten fucking times, and I was pissed off. And I had to change it, and I just said, "Fuck it, I'm moving to CD baby," because I don't want to have to pay. Yeah, but imagine credit. imagine you not getting credit for your track. That's like shitty. Oh, I, I yelled at them in an email. So they said, "Bro, no, but we paid you for the track, so the the track is now ours." But yeah. see, that's the problem with these distributors who uh, subscription. They can take it down if, if if you don't have the money, and it happens. What if you can't afford it? Yeah, They'll just take it down. Yeah, I know. I got you. I, I, um, but you know, if you. Mm, just want to uh, let's say um try the market they're, they're okay then you can move on to another yeah. one actually my goal was not to stay with district it is just to get a few things out in another genre which is not mine uh usually because i, I dj too and djing uh, i do other stuff i do house yeah. uh deep house uh some techno everything in old school key so um for this for example uh i'm i'm going to uh, use maybe maybe i don't know for sure dig this or label works uh um i'm getting in touch uh, um with both so um i will choose uh, depending on the offer uh, so I, I keep them separated of course there are better solutions uh than DistroKid or CD Baby or whatever, but um, you first need to get a name by yourself if you don't have someone who um, mm. speaks for you to get to these bigger uh, distributors. For example, AWOL, I think they, this one, they're great too, and they they let you stay independent, uh, even mm-hmm. if they distribute as a as a big uh, a major label. So, well, have you got your stuff on Bandcamp because they're good. Because at least if you get a sale on Bandcamp, they just take 10%. That's it. At least you're getting paid. It doesn't yeah. cost I, I know of Bandcamp. Um, I, don't uh, like I, I think I, I, I have them separated, like SoundCloud. I, I, I made this decision to make like SoundCloud and Bandcamp separated from my hip-hop stuff. Yeah. Uh, because since I do hip-hop in my language, in, in the dialect here... Uh, where I live, nobody no, uh, uses Bandcamp and nobody uses uh, SoundCloud for yeah. this type of music. So I decided to don't use this ones for the hip hop stuff. Um, YouTube is works even better than Spotify where I live. So it was it has a, it was a let's say a, a marketing decision uh, based on where I live. So, uh, but I will use this ones for uh, Bandcamp and SoundCloud for my 
house deep house and remixes uh, if you go on soundcloud you can find my remixes uh i just didn't use for now bandcamp i'm waiting to use it for the official releases because you know bandcamp uh, will uh cut you off if you doing rem- unofficial remixes or edits yeah even, uh, sometimes even if you agreed with uh the original um composer i had uh, i had a dj from germany who who is really uh, good at edits uh, and ha- had, li- I think, like more than 20,000 followers and uh, got everything taken down from Bandcamp. But no, uh, uh, they didn't tell him before nothing, just took it down. And the next day he didn't find anything. That's so, fucked. Yeah, so he had to start over uh, with a new account because uh, the, the, the first one got banned. So, uh, I try not to mess uh, with Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you can you post some of your tracks here, bro? I mean, I would love to listen to it. I mean, yeah, uh, um, hip hop, the one hip hop one. Yeah, the hip hop one. Yeah, because yeah. like the, even the ones I posted are hip hop, but it's 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 an art regional language here. Yeah, I know, yeah. but uh, I'm not a big uh, um, artist in in hip hop. You know, it's I, all right, bro. It's all right. We we we're not. And, yeah, fish. I know, and and it's uh, in my language, so I don't know if you could understand. Well, but doesn't matter. Does, <laughs> see, I I posted a link, so yeah, even though I know you know you guys are not going to understand the language, right? But then that's what music is. It goes beyond languages. Yeah, the vibes. I know. Uh, it's yeah. it's yeah. an Italian uh, dialect. Bro, you should definitely. Stephen knows a fair bit of about Goa right now. You should definitely come to India and, and check out Goa, one hundred percent. As an artist and as a foreigner, you know. Listen, because uh, I, as I told you, I can come anytime if there is the possibilities, or um, also for the pandemic or whatever. Uh, I had to go also to South Africa to play a gig, but I couldn't go. So it, it depends. Uh, it, 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 it not depends only on me, you know. Uh, but I can definitely come to India. Uh, I'm open to everything. Uh, I yeah, bro, because we had like we have like really big reggae festivals over here. I'm talking yeah. about like reggae, like bringing Anthony B, Dub Effects, The Wailers, The Works, you know, and the whole oh. re- and it's a mad reggae scene happening here in Goa, bro. And Stephen in Goa at at the it happens in Jan after Supersonic and Sunburn. Yeah, so close. Yeah, it's it's the best. Reggae festival. I mean, I, I I've not been to any other reggae festival because I don't have that kind of access over here. But the world has just been cl- brought closer to us, you know. And it's awesome. Yeah. The sound system is just booming. So there's a, we have a sound system here called Ten Thousand Lions, started by this uh, Indian group called they call it Delhi Sultanate. Uh, they're super dope. They make reggae, uh, crazy stuff. Like he sounds like Sean Paul. Um. So he has his own stage at the reggae festival called the Ten Thousand Lion Stage, and what a mm. massive boombox sound system it is! It's crazy. You should check out. Uh, wait, let me let me post Double Effects' set from uh, 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 Sunsplash. You should check it out. It's a- I was going to ask Leon and and uh, and Kenny. We've got Tracy. How are you, Tracy? When you travel as a musician, who's paying for all, all your stuff? You your booking agent, or do you have to fund it yourself? Usually it's the venue who takes care of it, who, um, or sometimes the booking agent who's probably promoting a venue or curating gigs at a venue. 
Yeah. Um, but most of the time, it's um, if it's a big event, it's 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 sponsored by a sponsor, alcohol sponsor, or so on. Um, but like I said, um, but when there's sponsorship involved, alcohol sponsors, um, there's too much of a chaos with the money later, and we've been through it. So we yeah. told you we do. We prefer doing everything ourselves, or all our tours ourselves. We pay the artists first, wait for the money later. So. Uh, we we make sure that if the, we bear the profit and loss ourselves, rather than relying on someone else to, uh, you know, fund the event to make the event happen, because a lot of people might not like the idea, cannot relate to an idea of a of an underground festival, right? So, yeah. So it doesn't matter. They don't. They, they don't. What they don't know, they don't understand. And what they don't know doesn't exist. So we fund everything ourselves. So it's yeah, safe gotta, that way. You gotta look after the artist too. Yeah, bro, the artists come first, you know. <laughs> but uh, Tracy's here. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Tracy. Hello, everyone. Good morning from DC. Uh, this morning here, just around seven fourteen. I just, <laughs> I, just, I know this is probably the opposite um, for Stephen. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to pop in and say hello. Yeah, awesome, and uh, well, no, I was just chatting. We're chatting about music. Um, wh- what do you do, Tracy? So I I do a few things, but um, when I'm in this world, I, I have to focus it down. So <laughs> I am a writer, and I also help writers build their platform, help them with marketing plans, getting the word out about their um, books, and also just making sure that they have opportunity that come to them um, because of what they provide in, in the way of their books, um, you know, and also telling them that you can't just, you know, write the book and think you're done. You know, you have to be on these different platforms Yeah, have longevity, you know, so you can have longevity and build your, build your people. I'm sure it's the same in the music business, you know, it's artists. Yeah. Be in the studio, or you know, gotta be out there. Spray yeah. Yo, Kenny, Kenny, that your your track is fire, bro. Oh, thank thank you, appreciate it. For real, for real, for real. Yeah, I do. I don't understand what it's saying, but man, I guess. Um, it's it's actually about um, it it speaks about the situation um of the pandemic, but in a metaphoric way you you have to really listen to it because i don't speak clearly about the pandemic i just make sentences they lead you to think about it but it actually also then talks about weed and the monsters you see with weed and everything that happens in the world um that you think it's hap- it happens because you smoke but it really happens because of uh, pandemic it, it's like it's contorted is you, you, you even if in, in italian people don't get it they they think that, that it talks about halloween but it doesn't you know and i made this on purpose and i put it out on halloween on purpose too so you know uh, my boy uh, the, the guy whose uh, tracks i posted in in the in the chat section yeah all you guys are so you guys are similar because all he raps about is you know uh, weed and but metaphorically, like all yeah. all his tracks are there. So 
it's strange we we, we got endorsed like uh, by brands like slim jim slim jim keeps sending us like hampers for the year every month because of the kind of music that he's making is pretty funny you know how the two of you are so oh that's cool if is this if there is a possibility let's get in touch and I'll make a track with him <laughs> yeah man Now, for sure um, for real yeah, yeah uh, i'm waiting for <laughs> always good to collaborate with as many people uh, as yeah. you can yeah guys uh, i don't want to say um it's good because i'm waiting till it comes out but the next release this uh, i think this this one is uh i let's say fire or at least chill too especially because the other artist from jamaica is on on, on top of the track and i uh, i think this one is cool too uh, it talks about um people you know when you ride in your car and you have a nice car and uh, you on purposely go slow to make people watch you because you are you have lucky you are lucky this day you are uh, you um shining with this car even if it's not yours you know yeah um, You you will see the video and the music and understand better. I know it's uh, kind of um, difficult to understand when I explain like this. Uh, anyway, Tracy, could I ask you something? Yes. She, um, do you make audio books too or podcasts? I, have I made my books into podcasts? Is that what you're asking? I mean, have, do I have a podcast? Yeah, or do you make audiobooks or at least talk where I where I can listen? Oh, you know what? Um no, and that that is what I'm now being encouraged to do. Um so yeah, you should. The, the next book for sure. The book that I wrote before was um you know, it was like five years ago, my 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 signature book, even though I've written many things on the internet. So what I did though, just to kind of get myself um used to the concept I did do a scene on YouTube and I'll post I'll post it here but everyone that um I talked to says yes you must do a podcast or you must do and and do the um on audio and so my book that's coming up and I'm going to make sure is audio because that is the wave and it's been the wave I just hadn't I hadn't jumped on it yet <laughs> so I'm going to I'm going to find the scene though and you can um listen to it at your leisure okay yeah cool because you have a, a relaxing voice you know so um, yeah i never knew i never knew <laughs> but now i do know because i'm on on audio a lot and many people are now saying that i'm like hmm yeah let's work I, it <laughs> I, i could i could see your voice also on you know this um uh speech music you know uh like uh sort of like rapping but you know just have an instrumental and you make your speech um whatever topic usually it's motivational topics you know it's uh i could see that you know on a track with your voice speaking in rhymes oh, i like this vision kitty yeah put me put yeah, I, me, i just followed you, put you me on a track you put me on a track let's <laughs> Oh okay. I, I she got the name. You. 
I just follow you. Follow your back and maybe we can do something together if you like. Yeah, yeah. I think we should explore. Definitely explore. So yeah, this is cool. This is this is this is the way these things works. <laughs> I, yeah. I like to encourage people to do things they even maybe didn't want to do. So <laughs> yeah, we me too. We have to kind of push people out of their comfort zones. And even though sometimes the pushers need to be pushed. So that's why I appreciate already that I've come into this room. So it's yeah, this is the first time I'm hearing Tracy speak. I mean, she's always in Mazin's room or room. Oh, you saw there. me in there? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm always, you're always there at Mazin's room. I'm always up there. Yeah, so, listening, I listening. Never heard you speak. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she, she, she's relaxing, right? That's exactly, that's exactly it. We, um, I do a room a lot with someone in the, um, and in the morning we do do wellness. Uh, but many times, um, we bring guests to like lead us in meditations or, um, uh, one time we had a sound bath, um, where, I don't know, it was like we were taking a bath and sound. It was awesome. <laughs> so. Tracy, uh, how many people come to your room when you have, a, when you host a room? Um, which, you know, it, it always fluctuates. That's why you have to kind of experiment. Um, you know, sometimes it's 12. It used to be way more in the, in, you know, like two weeks ago. The numbers are declining. Um, and I think it's because not many people can come on stage anymore. Because I think people like, you know, being on stage. And then there's an element of gym collecting too. So um, I don't know. It, it fluctuates. But whether it's three or 300, you know what I mean? You just kind of keep you set the vibe regardless of the number. And I had a room for two hours and I was the only one in it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> so did Steven. It was crazy. I feel it's, you. What I... was your title? What was your title, Leon? Pop. Uh, uh, the music business, let's network, connect, uh, listen, connect and collab. Hey, that was good. So now you may need to tweak, take one word out of it. I mean, you just, you just don't know. Sometimes people come. I know, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but also yeah. I think there are not as many people in here right now. Spotify got to amp it up and we have to have better content. No, it is. I'm, I'm happy with Green Room because I'd rather just podcast with us, us three here and have a great chat. And it's, this is a great episode. That's true. That's true. That's true, too. I think smaller rooms are better because you make real connections. If there are too many people, maybe two, three, four, five of them will get something of a hundred, but then the rest is doing nothing. I got my best connection from small rooms up to 10 people or 20. Well, that's true. That's that's, that's really true. Mm Mm-hmm. I tried Clubhouse. It's too, it's too intimidating and overwhelming. There's like 400 people in one room. But but I will say this because at the end of the yeah. day, I'm an um, introvert, and I will say I will say that I have been on the stage way more here than I ever was um, in Clubhouse. Way I've more. Never been on stage on Clubhouse. Yeah, and I. And that is with me, actually, uh, I say own, I lead a club over there. And it's not, you know, every week people come. It's not a whole lot of people. And it's, you know, it has this vibe here. No, I hosted Um, rooms with uh, with a lot of people. I'm I'm admin of the 
uh, India, some artist connect page, someone made me the admin. So when we host rooms, there's a, there's a good about 50 to 70, sometimes 100 plus people. But like Stephen said, it's intimidating, you know. I, I, I've, I've been a lot more. I think I did three rooms at Clubhouse and that was it. I mean, yeah, I stopped. And now I'm on Green Room. But every day I, I open Clubhouse and check. Oh, there's, there's three new followers, four new followers. It's crossed about 560. It's just growing for no reason. I'm not even doing anything on the app. Yeah, man. Like... Yeah, but I'm trying so hard to, um, you know, have rooms over here. We've been in a room for two hours. I try to bring people over. We've, I've invited people to your rooms, but maybe it's going to take some time, you know? Oh, Spotify is awesome. I love Green Room. Maybe consistency would bring pe- more people. Yeah. Oh, we're doing this for three days in a row, bro. I've tried this at weird. I've tried this at early morning, our time. I tried it at uh, 9 p.m., which is like post dinner for most Indians. Try that time. I tried it at, at 2 a.m. Uh, no. no. No one came. Mm, I don't know. Mm, keep doing it. Who knows? There are people not yeah, having any. Sure. Uh, Tracy, I... you got any tips? Tracy, you there? Earth calling Tracy. Mm, some connection. Okay, yeah. no, no, no. It wasn't a connection. Is um sometimes when I go do something, I get lost in the matrix and have to find my way back. Like I was posting the video. And then you, you, you <laughs> and then you called on me. Um, so yeah, I posted the video from from YouTube. Is what, it your yeah. voice? Yes, yes. There Can you hear me? Any... Yeah, yeah. Got you now. Um, so yeah, I posted the video from YouTube. But what were you asking? Yeah, so I just, ch- just checked it and subscribe to it as well. Yeah, you got any tips on how how to grow a room? Because I've been in your rooms and the, the, you get a good turnout of people. Well, the the tip is to do it consistently, mostly yeah. at the same yeah. time, so that people have a sense of you know when when you're there, um, mm. and then you just ping like crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, for example, we do you know the wellness thing in the morning, mid afternoon we do something with business and then at, at night is um it's kind of more of a variety but people are starting to know when they can check in yeah. um, that that's one thing and, and like i said grow grow enough follow enough people that you can ping them in uh, you know and then uh, another thing we have is um airtime are you guys familiar with airtime no, it's what's kind of like, it's it's kind of like a yeah. Discord, yeah. You know, so that you build your community over there, and then you, when you got something going on, you 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 call them in. You're like, hey, about to open a room in ten minutes. It's like a re- a reminder thing. Mm-hmm. So those are three things. Um, and then you know, just encourage conversation with um, people, engage mm-hmm. with them. You know. Yeah. yeah, I found 7 p.m. Sydney times the best for me because I tried to go uh, live today at about 11 a.m. Sydney so I could get some of the U.S. people, but I think 
7 p.m. is the best time for me. It's just working. And I'm happy with that. So, so we're trying to kind of like slowly build a network so mm. that, so that, um, anytime, anytime you come in, you can find content that we have uh, put together. That's mm. the goal. You know, we're a long way, but that's the goal. And so that you, um, you can sleep in between, right? And have someone else kind of carrying on your vibe, um, for you. Mm. Exactly. Cause you know, that's what the long rooms do, you know, we're all human. So at some point the mod, um, the host has to get some sleep and they have to have people on the team that they trust. that can keep the room going. Yeah. With me, you know, I, I try to, you know, if, if, if I've got a good three hour podcast and, you know, if I'm starting to get tired, I'll end it, you know, cause it was a, you know, it's a good chat. If you're one person, that's that makes sense. Yeah. If you're one person, absolutely. You know, mm. three hours is good. Yeah, but I, I love I love chatting just with uh, like a small group. That's what I hey, like gu- hey guys, um, I have to go. Um, ping me in next time you put the, the room, or let's chat on Instagram or wherever. So yeah, in contact. We'll be doing uh, it tomorrow, seven p.m. Sydney time. I know that's going to be in the day for you, Kenny. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we have uh, six or seven hours delay. I don't know. I'll ping but, you in. I'll, I'll give you a notification. Okay, I'll check then. Um, the ones I saw, I have Clubhouse. I followed you there on too. So maybe we can get a room started there too. Or just listen to a room like Tracy's room or whatever. Okay. Yeah. It's so Absolutely, good that I followed you on Instagram and here, and I'm gonna I'll look for you on Clubhouse as well, Kenny. And um, same same for you, Lam. Okay. Have a good Peace. one. Bye-bye. Peace to everyone. Bye. See you, Kenny. Have a good one. Bye. Yeah. So Tracy and Leon, um, I, I do meditation. I know Tracy. Do you meditate? Yes, yes, yes. Um, particularly, um, well, you know, I take a I take a moment in the morning to ease my to ease into my day, you know, with positive thoughts and affirmations. But at night, a lot of times, I will um, listen to affirmations that begin with "I am." Yeah, I yeah. am. Mm-hmm. That's that's one of my favorite things to do. Um, and just calming music. I, I have the Calm app. I don't know if you oh, have. Cool. Have you had? Have you heard of that? Yeah, I have. I I tried it, but I use Insight Timer. It, that's what it's called, Insight Timer. No, there's the Calm. That's but I use Insight Timer. That's oh. a different. Oh no, I've never heard of that. So Insight Timer, and um, but I've I've started to just speak gently to myself pretty much throughout the day. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not like, I think that's better for me because I need reinforcement. Because, <laughs> mm. you know, you can set the intention for the day, but really so much of what happens is just all the damn time. So I try to like bring myself back to myself whenever needed. Um, 
Yeah. No, well, that, that's all you can do. Mm-hmm. But now that is now that doing the room has become uh, a meditation practice, you know, because it's very consistent. Um, and you know, we'll have guests on there as as time goes on to bring us different ideas about meditation. Um, you know, so that because one thing may resonate with someone. And not another person. So we want to like kind of just expose people to different ways to heal, because we're all going through some things, right? Mm. It's like um, you know, I believe in the law of attraction. Like attracts like. I remember I was on one of your rooms about this, and um, yeah, things are just manifesting for me. Wonderful. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like this green room, the amount of connections I've had with Leon, you, and just got to network with people. It's just been amazing. Yeah, that's where support ideas are generated, different perspectives, breakthroughs. It's all through being in communion with other human beings. Because mm. we all have so many different gifts and life, um, lived experiences that when you mix it up, you can get some yeah. good stuff. You have to. Yo, I think the two of you all should check this link out. I posted in the chat. Yeah, give us a look. So, uh, it's in Bangalore. Excuse me. What is it? The uh, it's run, uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what it is. So, it's, 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 it's meditation, it's relaxation, it's, it's all sorts of things going on in one. There's, uh, there's, there's, there's a lamp, uh, therapy as well it's, it's basically rays of light that kind of put you into a transcendental state and there's a there's a sensory deprivation tank as well which is um, um, it's filled with salt uh, it's uh, and uh, the, the, the weight of the of, of the deprivation of the water is the same weight as your body so when you're in the tank you have the the illusion that you're floating Check it out. It's really interesting. It's super nice, and you know, uh, and so I was thinking of doing something like this in the studio, uh, because uh, like sound healing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And there's a really good institute here uh, in Pond- in Pondicherry. So because uh, we use, but uh, see, sound healing is is very traditional. There's you know, it's handmade. There's gongs and a whole stuff stuff like that. But what I've been uh, researching of late is a lot of binaural music, a lot of uh, drone generating sounds as well. That you, that you see on these apps that uh, kind of like, you know, kind of put you into a, a meditative state. So I want to add like technology to traditional sound healing and have like a room just for people to come and have like sessions, you know, sound mm-hmm. healing sessions going on where there's, uh, uh, yeah, just, just like body healing through through sound. But yeah, it's a course I need to do for it. But th- I mean... Thousand Petals is an amazing creator. I mean, just read through it. You'll probably get an idea I, of what I'm I am. trying to. I want to stay focused. I want to stay focused here, but I just emailed it to me because that's the best way I can save it. Uh, okay. and I'm going to dive into it um, later. I, it, I'm so intrigued by it. And you should definitely um, do that. And if you ever want to, you know, if you ever like, you know, it advances and you want to come in our room and do it, please. I mean, that. When I, like I said, when I took that sound bath, I was so relaxed. And so I would love to see how you interpret that and what you add to it. Um, yeah, keep, keep, keep fleshing that out.
you know, so, I, mean, I mean, I went, I went to my partner with the idea. So he's like, uh, he's like, come up with a plan. Tell me the budget for it. How long is it going to take? And let me know. I'm like, okay. But then, see, um, for the institute to open, for me to travel, for me to uh, end up doing the course to educate myself before I had, I already know the technology part. I need to know the traditional part as well. So, and there's this beautiful ashram in, uh, in Auroville, which is a, uh, uh, it's a it's a French inhabited uh, city in India. Everyone speaks French uh, from the local guys, the fruit sellers on the road. Uh, so they have a community over there. There's this guy called uh, I forgot his name, but they have this really amazing sound uh, sound healing institute. You want to check it out? I can I can post a link over here. He makes all the instruments himself. Uh, he's for he's a German a German guy or a foreigner? I've forgotten his name, but really yeah, really nice. It. It's, it's one it's one of my favorite stores to to go to because. Uh, there's so much instruments in that. It's, it's, it's crazy. I spent hours in that store. Let me say, let me say something else, Leon, in, in terms of, um, I, if you do something regarding meditation, like the sound, because it can go on for hours, people like me, um, go to YouTube and they will play it all night long. Um, people that are in desperate need of sleep and need relaxation. And that is how you get the hours, um, the hours in, um, they say you need a thousand um, viewers and so many hours, and that will get your the algorithm, you know, to um, you know get you enough people there to monetize. So yeah. it's really lucrative to have these meditations, these sounds that that go on for a long time, because people will will actually be there for a long time. So, yeah. So there's there's meditations I love, uh, you know, Tibetans uh, sound, uh, Tibetan bowls, and shamanic drums. I love that that sort of stuff. Sound healing's great, especially when you do breath work as well. Um, and uh, chakra work, I love chakras, and I you know finding your own style. But I had a look at that website, Leon. Looks good. So it's important to find. Yeah, bro. They, yeah, they have a they have a sound garden over there. Right? I posted the second link to it. It's, it's oh, super yeah. cool. So yeah, I don't know. I I just spend the whole day, but I don't even know how how time flies by over there. <laughs> In that. But what about? I like to talk talk about um, lucid dreaming. Um, Tracy and Leon have used had lucid dreams. Oh man, that's something I could. Dreams? I could never figure out. So, if you could <laughs> tell me a little bit more about what would you mean, mean by lucid dreams? Clear dreams? That you vivid dreams? Oh, lucid oh, dreams yeah. where oh. you step into them and take control of them. Oh, yeah. I, All the time. I, I, I have, in the sense that. When something happens, I am aware that I'm dreaming and I consciously decide that this is going to end. Yes, I do think that, that has happened. Yeah, Not frequently. Yeah, where I say, where I literally tell myself, this is a dream. You can step away. Yeah, I, I yeah. I don't, is that uncommon for that to happen? Um, no. Not really. I mean, I, I spoke to, uh, a friend of mine who's 
who treats trauma for all the uh, for all the in the army because i i kept having recurrent dreams over and over and over again the same thing and would lead to uh me waking up sweating all sorts of jazz anyway so he gave me a different whole side to it someone told me some supernatural bullshit and he he gave me a, a really uh, interesting um thing to do and it's worked ever since you know i mean i've not had any i've not had and yeah i've not actually had those those the recurrent ones that would happen before like what, say, three years can you was it through a session with this person that gave you a technique can you share a little bit more yeah sure so so okay my, my friend super straight up uh, he's uh, he's in the army he's one of the highest ranking officers plus he was an ex raw agent as well uh, he's in uh, uh, in happy valley in in shillong so like he like he's he's like a genius he knows he knows everything about everything and he's a doctor as well and he treats uh, all the trauma uh, patients who you know uh, in the army so i spoke to him about it and i told him he just laughed he said leon you're not uh, just just keep yourself busy he said you said your mind is just going haywire for no reason um set a routine for yourself follow that routine make sure your 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 one give whatever you're doing make sure you give it at 100% so by the time you finish your brain doesn't have time to comprehend or even the, you know go tend to go a little haywire because you just want to end your day and just probably pass out because you you've done everything you wanted to do in that day so i started doing that i started and there were so many things that i, I realized when i made a checklist there were so many things i was not doing during a day during a day to kind of like you know uh so i gave my my work better attention myself my agency the school the students so i start you know making a checklist for myself and a whole routine which kind of like uh yeah which kind of got me out of yeah i was in a better man i'm in a better better frame of mind right now probably just a little pep talk that was it that was that was his uh, solution to my problem wow Not- that was that's great um i i um interpret dreams i'm not saying i'm a professional but i do tend to be able to see the symbolism um you know sometimes i will go to this website but you can't just go to the website and think you can figure it out is i ha- i think i do have some intention i mean some some intuitiveness to on how to put the symbols together so if anybody ever needs a dream interpreted. Oh, oh, I would love to definitely talk to you in depth with this for sure on another room sometime. Something I just kind of like learned that I This shit scared me, you know. <laughs> so I had to talk to someone about it. <laughs> But then everyone had different views and opinions, so I said, you know, let me take someone who uses logic every day of his life to, you know. So what I about spoke to my friend and just dream catcher. Do they work? Tell me about that. They look nice. Isn't that from like <laughs> I don't know. native Indians you put it on top of uh, above the bed and catches bad drains or something? Oh. Uh, apparently, yeah. I mean, I have a dream catcher. My sister has, I mean, my sister makes dream catchers. I know, but it's just, it's just a nice pretty piece of art. So I don't know what the significance behind it or whether it actually works. Or, I mean, it just looks nice when you hang it on your wall. Oh, okay, interesting. I'm, What about I'm a writer. 
it's good material. Dreams are material. They, I don't want, I want them. I want to catch up myself. <laughs> Except for bad ones. Ugh. You know, sometimes I get dreams and I wake up in the morning. I was like, what the fuck was that? You so know. Stephen, I was, with you, I, was, I was with you in the room at, I left at 5.20 a.m. And then I woke up and I was with you in the room again. And you asked me, have I not slept or not? So my routine, there was a point of time where I told you, right? The dreams scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I didn't want to sleep at one point of time, you know? Yeah. So I didn't want it to happen again. So I was super sleep deprived, insomnia. I mean, I would sleep when it was bright, thinking that I was safe in the morning. I would sleep at 9 a.m., 10 a.m., wake up when it's, wake up at 7, go straight to the club. So I kind of was trying to like to run away from it, cheat it, but then I just like, faced it one day and just made it. I realized it was a small change that I had neglected. So, which well, made if, you're, if you're DJing, you're, you're going to be doing night shift by the sounds of it. Is that correct? Yeah. But yeah, for me, so for me, it's not just night shift, right? I, I have a day job as well with the school. So for me, it's like never ending. I finish with that. I come back. I log out at eight. Classes finish at six on the weekends. We have yeah. an hour to to kind of wrap up the weekend because we're off on Monday. Then it's back. To, uh, Saturday night is back to the club, which what, is finished, what, finishes in the morning. When is your weekend, Leon? Is it like a Monday or Tuesday? Or no, uh, Monday off. Mondays are off. Yeah, we work on Saturdays and Sundays because there's a lot of students who cannot come on 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 the weekdays, so they prefer the weekend batch. So we had to sacrifice our weekend to. <laughs> To keep things going, so we take off on a Monday when everyone is working. We're chilling. When about, everyone's chilling, we're working. You thought about taking the Tuesday off? Um, no. The thing is, Tuesday and Wednesday we have classes for the weekday yeah. batches. Thursday and Friday we don't. Thursday and Friday is for us. It's for all the artists in the studio. So we usually have we don't have classes on Thursday and Friday. We have practice sessions. For yeah. all the students where they can come and use the studio, use the studio and stuff like that. But mainly the Thursday and Friday the studio is for us. And Saturday and Sunday it's back to classes. So <laughs> we're free to use the studio. Studio on Monday, Thursday and Friday. Yeah, if you're if you're if you're uh gigging as a DJ for how, how many hours you you do an eight or eight hour set? How how long are you on? Okay, so uh at most of the other other clubs, like at the five star hotels and the standalone clubs, it's standard of ninety minutes, about two hours. But at yeah. straight up, where we're on till six in the morning, th- there's no there's no such scene as a lineup or, or a DJ playing before you or DJ closing. So the artists who play there are guys who play marathon sets, who are who who, who know their music basically. So whoever plays there do long extended sets of five to six hours each, including me. Which yeah. we never get to do at a legal party. Imagine we getting to do it at an illegal party. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So this that's the thrill of it. You know, I mean, uh, because yeah, I, I've, everyone who plays at straight up at the after party gets to. Do, they start at one, and they finish at six. There's no, there's no, there's no one in between. There's no one closing. So that's how it's been, and and artists love that. You know, because they don't really get. Time to play in 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 other in other places because there's a line of, of artists and there's a deadline where they have to close. Standalone shot at one thirty, five stars shot at three. So you see, 
they don't have that freedom or that space to do like a marathon set. So we've programmed the night in such a way that all the artists who are coming here are doing extended sets only. If yeah. you cannot do a five-hour set, you cannot get a slot at this party. Mm. So that's how we've made it. So, and it's been it's been fantastic. It's so crazy, you... man. The after-party vibe. There are more people at the after-party than the regular places, you know. Because and that became a problem as well with the cost because they're like everyone is now coming out of their house at post twelve. When other places are shutting. You see, so, your your sleep is very important. You got to sleep. Yeah, now I do. You get Thankfully, that. now I yeah. I have like even though I see I slept at I mean at five in the morning. I have a routine. <laughs> I I woke up. I finished my work, and now I'm now I'm chilling. Mm. It's not. I mean, work's happening behind, but I have you know. I mean, though. My, uh, the, oh, by the way, my sister-in-law went for surgery yesterday. Mm. Uh, finally. But she's still, she's still unconscious, though. Sure. Uh, she still don't know. We still don't know what uh, what's gonna happen. So yeah, I'm just giving it enough attention. I lost a little extra sleep, probably because of uh, Mason's room. I was gonna call it a night yesterday, mm. but I really wanted to stay on and you know get you into the room, get your track being featured, get just just the ice being you know break the ice because I've spoken about that room for so long. Yeah. So I stayed on a little extra. Otherwise, I'm usually. I'm I'm by max uh, let's say uh, two two ish I'm 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 out I'm done yeah. sometimes even before that you know Tracy what how, how how do you cope with sleep um <clears throat> honestly I have good nights and bad nights and when yeah. I have a good night I'm like I wake up and I'm so I'm so excited because <laughs> I can feel the instant difference in my body energy after I have a good night's sleep. So I'm like, oh my God, I had a good night's sleep. Let's work with this. But um, like I said, I try to go to sleep to really relaxing sound. My thing is I can pretty much fall asleep, but I always wake up in the middle and can't get back to sleep. Um, what about on a hot night in summertime? Is there any any tips you can give? Get you a nice fan that hums. Yeah. And, um, you know, even if you, you know, a lot of people have AC, but even when I have AC, I sometimes opt still for the fan because there's like a little meditative hum in the fan. And... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I said, go to YouTube or whatever your music source is and listen, listen to sound. And I do a little, I mean, I'm not, I don't do this all naturally. Sometimes I may have to get some, um, I won't say any particular brand, but I have to give it sleep aid. Yeah. When, when things uh-huh. start being night after night after night. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, you know, regular, I don't necessarily need that. Um, you, know, I, you know what? I don't go home for days sometimes, and everyone at home gets really panicky. I mean, not panicky, but they know um, the best sleep in the world is in, is at my school. I was telling Stephen the other day, it's amazing. You can't hear a single sound what's happening out there. It's just silence. It's amazing. And of course, there's always, always music playing. So you see, when we're sleeping at night, there's this binaural beats going on in the background. It's uh, just like... You know, like yeah. elevator music just going around each room. And, <clears throat> you know, that's, and that's all you hear. 
you don't hear the sound of a, a, a honk or a bark or nothing you don't hear sunrise you don't hear sunset <laughs> it's 100% soundproof it's amazing yeah. and i live i live in the city like literally yeah my, yeah i live that's that's why I do, I, my house is is in this in it's it's crazy there's so much happening all around it you know and yeah. that's why i don't come home i can hear your background leon it sounds like it's crazy there you go the, met, you the metro station is coming right in front of my house no dear right now i'm visiting a friend in the country and so this i get a good night's sleep um this morning it rained much of the night and so i had that i didn't have to you know youtube anything because the rain was so awesome and i'm looking out the window now and i, I see nothing but but trees really so it's very peaceful um i i actually slept well and i woke up and i didn't even realize where i was for a second and i'm like oh wow that was good so that's even why i'm up talking to you guys now <laughs> um, where exactly uh, are you located tracy i got cousins living in brighton and in surrey your cousins living where in brighton where's where's that uh, aren't you in london no 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 I live in um oh. DC. The, um, oh, sorry, US. I thought you were in London. My bad. I don't know mm-hmm. why. I, this, I live in the US in the nation's capital. Um but I'm but I'm visiting a southern state right now, which is more country. And so I'll be here for about a week or so and um I'm just saying how, how much of a different experience it was last night my first time my first night here. So calming the rain, the trees out my window. I'm really loved. Yeah, it's Oh, you know, Tracy, I grew up in the jungle, you know. So, I love the sounds of the jungle. I've stayed in the wildlife uh, reserve 10 acres into the wildlife reserve uh on a tree house. It's crazy. You you, you can see, you know, you can hear leopards. You can you can see deer passing you because you're you're already in the and the, and the sounds. I would just go there to listen to to um yeah, just connect because the sounds are 24/7 there's no break in yeah, the sound yeah nature in the jungle the yeah there's it, 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 it reaches a point where you have to hold your ears it, it gets deafening at night sometimes because there's so much happening but there's sounds 24/7 there's no break in it which is amazing mm. so yeah uh, um yeah i'm I'm a, i'm a very very jungle jungle kid i would say I love I love I love forests and jungles and because this we have access to it all around us just for four or five hours away into the wildlife reserve you know so we've grown up around it so it's always been like we can get away as well just like a morning drive sometimes okay let's let's take a three hour drive to the forest and come back so we're that close it, to it and isn't it so interesting that we're all trying to capture those sounds whether in isolated way or collectively we try that we cuz we know that nature is what brings us peace and healing like we we really should be in the middle of nature and so we're trying to like find it <laughs> 100% so uh, in this in this in actually uh, the place where i stayed uh, is this place called kurg it's called uh, the scotland of india so check it out um so it's, it's a beautiful place and it's all it's basically wildlife and you can't buy land there <clears throat> uh, people who live in that area are, uh, are all inhabited um 
the land's been given to them by the king. You know, so they're all the king's army. And so you can't really... Uh, ev- the entire place all just tea and coffee and uh, spices and plantations and stuff. Because it's, like I said, it's uh, it's now become a tourist spot. Now this guy, uh, he's also with... Uh, he works with Amnesty. Uh, and he built his treehouse inside the wildlife reserve, which he got permission from the government to do it and stuff like that. And he's one of the few guys who uh, produces civet cat coffee. Have you heard of civet cat coffee? No, what's that? Okay, so the civet cat, <coughs> excuse me, um, it's a knock. Yeah, and, but, but its senses, I mean, are really sharp that it only eats the, the, um, the, the ripest of the ripest coffee, coffee berries, right? Now, that, um, uh, so basically it's, it's, it should turn into coffee to make, to, to, to make things easier. So that's taken and contaminated a thousand degrees and made into coffee because it's the, it's the purest beans, right? And that coffee is very, very expensive and very strong. It goes for like $150,000. Sorry, the, sorry, my bad. About 150000 Indian rupees, sorry. Isn't that yeah. like coffee that comes to About 200000 wow. Indian rupees. Steven? Yeah, it comes out of the cat's backside. Uh, before yeah. you, before we have to run out because Lily is motioning me to do my own room, so I have to, <laughs> I have to yeah. say goodbye to you guys now. But we yeah. can chat again another time. Have a wonderful day, evening, or night. Bye bye. Bye. Bye, yeah. Tracy. See you. Bye. Yeah, bro. So I was saying about this coffee. So basically, when the cat, the so they collect the droppings of the cat. Yeah. And turn that into coffee. Oh, yeah, that's pretty... Crazy, right? Crazy. Yeah, look, Leon, it's a great, great uh, show today. Yeah, I'll end end the room, but, you know, thanks for coming on. Sure, bro, anytime. I mean, the great catch-up was always... I'll catch you sometime later whenever you... Yeah, whenever. I'm uh, uh, 7 p.m. times the best for me, but if you open a room, just invite me. Yeah. All right, bro. Yeah, I'm just going to go check on the fam, see what's happening. Try with the gaming, gaming community, see what's happening there. You know? Yeah. It's time for all that. And then, yeah. If there's a good room happening, I'm going to send you an invite. Yeah, for sure. Good. Thanks for the one. Bye, Steven. Later, bro. Take care, Bye. man. Cheers, bro. Always. Bye.